0: Now, Betty, um, what are we gonna do tonight?
1: I'm gonna kick some ass.
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome! Welcome to Chicago! Coming from the true Chicago sports fan cave, this is the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yes, sir! (laughs) Episode 83 is brought to you by 606 Media, true Chicago sports fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to quickclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirts. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. Let's go. As always, I am Big Z, and I'm here with my boy,
3: E Rock. What up, What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you are a first timer or a long timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. You can find us on Facebook at True Chicago Fans. You can fo- follow us on Twitter at True Shy Fans, at True CHI Fans, and on Instagram at True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't forget you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash true Chicago sports fans. Go on over there and click on support and you can subscribe to the show for as low as 99 cents a month. Hey, do you like the show? Are you a fan? Tell your friends, and they will tell their friends, and we can all be friends. Ladies and gentlemen, the new year is here, and maybe you need a fresh start, so let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring, whether residential cable installation, fiber-to-the-home, or commercial-structured cable wiring. ACSI is a proud partner of both Comcast and Astound, powered by RCN. Fan, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. The ACSI crew did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales, technicians, and project managers check out acsi.tech that's acsi.tech and click on careers to apply today acsi's equal opportunity employer go get you a job speaking of acsi today's guest host is none other than daniel Abrego, owner of acsi welcome to the show brother well gentlemen gentlemen
4: what's going on
3: right man hey it's been a long time, but we finally got you in the studio, man. What do you think? What do you think? How do you like the vibe in here?
4: Yeah, I'm loving it, man. You guys are, oh man, what can I say? Professionals at its finest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, Danny, look, I, man, I, I'm going to call you Danny because I've known you since forever and ever, right? Yes, sir.
4: Yes, sir. Bro, what, what's, what's new with 2022 with y'all? So we're looking for a, a lot of uh, opportunities to offer here in the next year. Um, we're, we're extremely busy, and I appreciate what you guys been doing for me. You know, for the whole year, great job. Uh, there, there has been some leads to thanks to you guys. Yeah. You, you know, and. Uh, appreciate the following so we have uh, plenty of opportunity you can go to www.acsi.tech and and find out more and throughout the show we can kind of talk and lead into more of the opportunities that we offer but sky's the limit buddies thank you for having me yeah
3: absolutely guys don't forget check out acsi.tech click on careers go get you a job and uh, check it out z brother how are you doing man how was your week i'm
0: doing great man uh i didn't have to shovel that much you know just don't know what 12 inches that's what she said. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, As usual, bowling on Tuesdays, we get another W. I, I I bowled very well again. I'm I'm back on track.
3: Don't break your neck. I'm not
0: breaking my. I might break the other hip though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tons of stuff. I was able to watch sports, movies, mm. talk to you guys on on the page. Uh, lots of uh, back and forth on the uh, on the uh, chatter. Yeah. I mean we've been going back and forth on It's been a busy week as it comes to sports um, But other than that I, I really have just been kind of chill it's, it's been nice man
3: you know, it, it's been a very lovely week of cold toes and snow and ice and snow and cold and snow <laughs> and ice. I mean, that's kind of what this week has summed <laughs> like, up to. I mean,
0: Jesus, Game of Thrones <laughs> over here. Winter's coming.
3: <laughs> Winter is here, baby. Uh, you know what? You know what I'm hoping? I can't. We'll, we'll, we'll go really in-depth in baseball soon, but I, I tell you what, man. I look forward to baseball because I think about that becoming the beginning of spring, the snow, all the ice starting to break up, and, and I can't wait for it, man. Um yeah, so I mean, dude, cold so cold outside. I mean, I, even coming down uh, coming coming home and shoveling up a little bit of snow and I'm just out there for four minutes and the kids are having a blast and I'm just in there freezing. And I'm like, it's time to go outside. But uh hey, we, we had some productive meeting this week, you know, uh, talking to a couple of uh, potential uh, business partners and see where we want to go with the show and do some big things, man. And that's that's like, what we Like Donnie said, man, the that's sky's a the limit, man. Here, sky's the limit. Let's well, do work, boys. Let's do work. Yeah, man. <laughs> Anyway, uh, look, uh, this week we got a lot to talk so this week in the bottom line we're going to be talking about super bowl 56 gentlemen rams and the uh the Bengals. like nice. what kind of
0: the Bengals?
3: where in your mind did you ever see matt stafford making a super bowl and when matt stafford makes the super bowl going up against the cincinnati Bengals, these are two dudes that have been on trash teams forever i don't know how this happened but it happened
0: i mean this is the closest as uh, uh m and gonna get to uh get into a super bowl because <laughs> oh, wow. he's from detroit you know no it's, yeah. this is
3: the closest detroit going to get the Super Bowl because Matt There you go that, That's, what I, meant there, there. To, that's that. what I meant to hey, say I'm a fixer I'm a, I'm a fixer I'm You a, are You're, I'm a, a, technician. You're <laughs> a
0: technician You're a technician And when it comes to the Bengals You think of the band You don't think of the, uh, the NFL the team Bengals.
3: No you, you know what's <laughs> funny You know what I think about I think about the fact that Joe Burrow was on LSU The LSU Tigers Who are and, also known as Like I said The Bayou Bengals So now Guess what? Two years later, you're back on the playing on the NFL Bengals. So it'll be interesting to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl and, uh, of course, stirring the pot. And what you looking at? But first, this is The Big Three with Big Z. Thanks, E-Rock. I'm
0: Big Z and you're not. Now for today's stories, story number one. Jim Harbaugh, what is going on? Jim Harbaugh, reportedly, will remain at Michigan as the head coach after the Vikings interview. This is nuts. Jim Harbaugh is staying at his alma mater. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, Harbaugh was informed Michigan on on Wednesday after interviewing with Minnesota for the head coaching job that he would be returning to the school for the 2022 season. The Wolverines were reportedly elated to retain the coach. Uh, Jim Harbaugh told uh, Ward Manuel that this would not be a reoccurring issue And that he would stay at Michigan as long as they want him This is poor, this present sources So E, th- th- what is going on man? You're the college football
3: expert on the show What the hell is going on man? So he- here's the thing there was a lot of people, a lot of people upset that the Bears did not go after Jim Harbaugh, and a lot of people assumed, not me. not me, a lot of people assumed that he was going to be the next Minnesota Vikings head coach. Well, it's not to be, and now he's going back to the to uh, the uh, Michigan Wolverines. To go and do things like lose to Ohio State every year, except Ooh. once, and not make the playoffs, except once, and then everyone to praise this guy,
0: and I and I get a, an actual quarterback for the team because he hasn't dropped it, uh, got a good quarterback for his team right. forever,
3: and and so. It doesn't surprise me that he did not get an NFL job Because the reason why The, the reports the, the reason why he did not come to the Bears Is because he's looking for a John Gruden 100 uh, million for uh, 10 years yeah. he, he wants one of these crazy ass deals He wants to be the you know uh, He wants to be the GM, he wants to be the coach He wants to be the, the judge, jury and executioner For uh, his whole team And it's not going to happen I don't know where Jim Harborough thinks that He's going to have so much faith in his coaching ability And people on the radio Kept saying well he's a proven Winner because look at what he did here and look what he did Okay but he burns out we talked About that he burns out after like three Four seasons in any location right And you as a leader you Cannot do that now you think about what The Bears did when they had uh, uh, When they had Cutler And they kept switching the OC All you're doing you keep switching it And switching it guess what Jim Harbaugh not gonna stay there that long nope As a leader of men How can you possibly expect that they're going to sit there and follow you if you know that you're going to be the one that's going to stick in everyone's craw and you're going to be out the door in a couple of weeks.
4: Uh, it's all about team, you know, and uh, if they don't respect the, the coach, man, what they're going to do, right? I mean, the guy, he wants uh, full power. You can tell he's a control freak, I yeah. think, right? And uh, that's just kind of not two not days day. It's not going to fly, I don't
0: think. No, that's what happened. He went over there <clears throat> to Minnesota and was like, hey, this is what I want. I want a 10-year deal. I want to be the GM, player personnel uh, uh uh yep whatever that position is because mm-hmm. every every team has a different name for it and i want to coach and i want to be on the mcdonald's commercial as well he <laughs> yeah. wants everything he you wants know matt Nagy's commercial. he wants matt Nagy's commercial since Matt Nagy's uh gonna go up to detroit <laughs> He's and, a uh, fried
3: cook. so
4: so as a coach right now who, who has that perk right now like uh, full control i know in belichick the last, belichick has full control like that right now Bel- I-
3: Belichick, be- is, Belichick. Is the, there's a so, GM. So yeah, so you yeah. got Belichick, who is the who is the GM and the coach, sure. um, and the one other one that's very kind of it, it's it's out there, but it's not is going to be um, Shanahan in in San Francisco right. because John Lynch, uh, who is their GM, the former uh, you know defensive player for the Bucks for so long, he is kind of a figurehead. You yeah, know, he was the one that got a lot of, of credit when the Bears moved up f- uh, one spot to take the San Francisco. San Francisco spot To take Trubisky So they were saying That you know He fleeced uh, uh, Ryan Pace And all this stuff But when you look at it It's not him It's Shani That's out there Doing all the work
0: Yeah Shanny's the one Putting the strings Over there man
3: Yeah so I mean like It doesn't surprise me and, and this is not Like I said It's not a common deal In the NFL For for a head coach To be able to have Full autonomy To decide who, who is on the roster Who gets cut Who gets paid what So on and so forth sure. it's, a, it's a weird situation To be in But I'll tell you what The fact that the Minnesota Vikings Who realistically Didn't hasn't been that bad with the, the team that they've had. No, it's I mean, just the quarterbacks are consistent. And they're just in the middle. And And that's Kirk Cousins. That's yeah. Kirk Cousins for you. But you look at the offensive weapons they have on that team, they should be better than they are, but just yes. like the Bears, just like everyone else in the NFC, they've been hampered by, at least in the North, they've been hampered by the fact that they play in a division where Aaron Rodgers is the is the number one quarterback and consistently takes them to the playoffs. So there's not much you can do there. And you Can, can I really be mad at your coaching staff if you can't get over the hump with no. Aaron Rodgers every no. No. What are you supposed
0: to do? Well, we we were on the on the positive side that when we had Jordan, no one exactly. could, no one could get over the hump. <laughs> not then we had to experience it on the other side with LeBron. So, we get your pain, but guess what? I mean, we don't know what's going to go on with Rogers. He still hasn't declared what he's going to do. I know that Green Pig Green Bay has uh, uh, ante up did and doubled down. Green Pig, same thing. So, I mean, <laughs> you know,
3: but but they did not offer a contract to Jim Harbaugh. And Jim Harbaugh, who was linked to the Raiders job and linked to the Bears job. And, and all the these Dolphins, Bears fans yeah. were, were upset about it. Well, guess what? Now he's going back to Michigan. And now he's got to sit there and try to recommit to these recruits that have not even come to the team yet and say, hey, uh, just kidding, guys. I'm back.
0: Right. And he had to do it by Wednesday because of National Signing Day, yep. well, which was we which is yeah Monday or whatever. Right. So he had to do that by, by a certain deadline. So. It is what it is. It's a shit show, and that's what comes with Jim Harbaugh.
3: Yeah, and and, and that's why I kept telling people. Is they're like, he wins everywhere he goes. He kind of wins. He kind of does okay. He doesn't live up to the expectations, and I feel like that would have been a lot of pressure for him as the head coach coming back to the Bears as a former Bear, as a big name. And, uh, look. The Vikings and, and instead they ended up going with uh, Rams offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell, and that's what it is. He's not gonna, him not being as big of a name as Harbaugh and not nearly having the ego that Harbaugh has. Not that much that's pressure. That's the biggest problem. You don't have as much pressure. Right. That name comes with a stigma. Yeah. You better fucking win. Exactly. So,
0: story number two. We're gonna stay on the NFL. Brian Flores, Suzy NFL, and three teams as a former Miami Dolphins coach alleges racism in hiring practices. Listen to this.
5: I would just tell everybody, like, spare me the shock. Don't, don't be shocked that this is going on. I've had this, this conversation with everybody on this panel, and I, the fact, I will never stop saying this, the fact that you have to have a rule to interview minority coaches is a problem. That's the problem. That's the that's the seed and the foundation of it, because it's to save face. It's to create this whole utopia that everybody is equal in the NFL and everybody is getting the equal opportunity. So don't act shocked about Brian Flores uh, filing a lawsuit. Don't act shocked when the details come out. Don't act shocked. We've been talking, like Ryan said, we've been talking about this and we need to stop couching it as the NFL. We need to stop saying league office. We need to start saying owners. The NFL owners are the ones that determine who will be the head coaches for their football teams. And they have no incentive to hire black coaches, minority coaches, because nobody they don't have to answer to anybody. You know who got to answer? You know who we patrol out there is Roger Goodell. And Roger Goodell becomes the enemy because he's the face of the NFL and he's supposed to fix it. No, he's not. It's the owners as to why black coaches aren't being hired in the NFL. And until we put that onus on that and stop acting shocked when things like this happen and it's not something that should be approached, then we can probably move forward and have a conversation with the real people that can actually change it. The owners in the NFL. All
0: right, E, what do you think? Hold on before you before you start. We I need one of these. There you go. Now you can go. All
3: right, man. Three three teams right now that Brian Flores has a uh, is suing. It's the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants. Now this is a fifty-eight page lawsuit. It was filed in Manhattan uh, last week. Flores alleges that Dolphins owner Stephen Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in twenty nineteen with Ross. Allegedly offering Flores one hundred thousand dollars for every loss that season, Flores says that as the team won games late in the season, Dolphins general manager Chris Greer told Ross that told him that was Ross was mad that the on-field success was compromising the team's draft position. Alleged, uh, additionally, Flores alleges that Ross pressured him into recruiting a prominent quarterback at the end of 2019 season, which the coach refused so, lot, so as not to violate NFL's tampering rules. Ross then allegedly invited Flores onto a yacht for lunch in the winter of 2020, where he informed him that the quarterback was conveniently arriving at the marina for an impromptu meeting. Flores refused the meeting and left the yacht. The yacht. The What Flores. that? Flores- Flores refused the meeting and left the yacht. Afterwards, Flores alleges he was treated with disdain and held out as someone who was non-compliant and difficult to work with. Okay. So Brian Flores is basically saying... The Dolphins told me to fuck up. I didn't want to fuck up. I'm doing my job. I am doing my job to the letter of the law, the way that this job is supposed to be done. Yeah. You want me to tank because you want a better draft position. That's not how this works, especially someone coming off the Bill Belichick coaching tree. There is no way in hell that you're going to expect one of these guys to just tank. I don't care how you want to incentivize it. Now, this is not the first case. Just like know. just like we heard on, on, on TV this week. This is not the first time. Hugh Jackson.
0: Yep.
3: Hugh Jackson, who was the coach of the Browns back in the day, yep. said that they also incentivized him from tanking fifty thousand a game to lose. Now, first of all, at the time the Browns didn't need any incentives to lose; they were going to do it anyway. So you should have just took that money and run.
0: <laughs> Matt Nagy turned around like y'all getting paid.
3: Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and Matt Nagy, did, oh, Matt Nagy did not lose that many games. But but here is the problem. Right now, twenty twenty two, there is one. Count them one with one finger. Black wow. head coach Pittsburgh. in the NFL, and that's Mike Tomlin. Yep. Wow. That's yep. one black head coach. Yep. Now, let me remind you of a couple of st- uh, statistics right now. 15% of the American population is African American. That's 15, 1, 5. That's not that many when you look at the grand scheme of things. Right. 70% of the players in the NFL are African American. Yep. You're going to tell me that with 32 teams that at least, I don't know, 8, to twelve of those head coaches should not be African American, considering the fact that you look at all the assistants on the sidelines. You look at Brian, Byron Leftwich. You look at all these guys out there. Eric Bieniemy. They never get a chance. Yep. Why is Eric Bieniemy only now getting interviews at the end of this coaching process? Okay,
0: because it's, it's the token uh, interview. That's what that exactly. is
3: exactly. So right now, the the Miami Dolphins went ahead and they hired a young man named Mike McDaniel who is apparently biracial and you couldn't tell because he looks like that nerd that was doing your math homework in 6th grade. Okay? And he still looks like he's in 6th grade. <laughs> wow. Well, boy meets world over here. So, are any of you surprised about a story like this? No, not
0: at all. This is going to this has been happening for years and years. And they put in the Rooney room to shut people up. And guess what? All I got to do is give you an interview. I don't have to hire you. I I checked off the box on the quota. Now I can move on to whoever I really want on, on my team. And whether they stink or not, whether they had five five chances to, to suck, doesn't matter. I'm going to hire whoever I, I want to hire because, let's be honest, l- look at the grand scheme of, 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 of the owners. I'm pretty sure they're all white.
4: Mm-hmm. You know, um, as I listen to you guys and the passion in your voice, I mean, obviously this this is a systemic issue, right? That's just not in sports, but in general, um, you know, in our industry as well, we kind of experience the same thing with opportunity and contract world, right? So in a sports thing, when you had uh, Kaepernick do his thing and, and he was kind of ostracized, this is kind of we're back to square one again. Uh, he was, you know, sh- showing light to those kind of injustices, right? Um, more recently now, what do we do about it, right? So do we stop watching sports? So who is your fan base? Um, if, and and, and, you know that, and that's,
3: that's, that's the thing is because your fan base is everyone. Sure. And, and you have to realize that we and one, one, of the, one of the things we talk about a lot is representation. And representation is always going to be brought up because it'll matter until it does, matter. it does not matter. Correct. What is the reason why a, a young potential head coaching candidate might not go after that job? Because he knows he's not going to get that job. Sure. He met with the Denver Broncos and John Elway, okay? He came out and he basically said that the, the, the team conducted a sham interview and it was only there to satisfy the league's Rooney rule, just like Z said, okay, and which is basically the rule that minority candidates must be uh, considered for vote, uh, coaching vacancies, okay? He said they showed up disheveled, red-eyed, hungover, Mm-hmm. Oh, shit, we got this meeting. Let's get back from Vegas Yeah. where the hell they were. Okay? Look, they they got rid of Vic Fangio. They brought in Flores for an interview. Flores is still out there. Flores has not have a, does not have a job yet. He's
0: the new uh, Colin Kaepernick. He's the new guy that blows the whistle on the NFL, and guess what? Now you're being ostracized, and uh, you got to sit out there because you're not part of the big boys club. That's what they're going to do to him, man.
4: So, so I asked you guys a question. So, yep. if we as fans minorities, you know, stop supporting that that initiative, right? Like we love sports, right? I'm
3: I'm gonna tell you I'm what gonna tell we you do? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm right. gonna tell you why that will never ever happen. Why is right. that? Do you know why? Because know kids in the hood see NFL, NBA as a way to get out of the hood. Yep. How, what is the fastest way for me to make money? Use my God-given ability. Use the fact that I'm fast and I'm strong and I'm tall. And this goes all the way back to slave days when we heard the stories about them breeding slaves based on their strength and their height and Mm -hmm. their capability and everything like that. And I'll tell you what. We, we 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 we're gonna later on. We're gonna talk about the things that we watched this week. But one thing that I did watch part of was Colin Kaepernick in Black and White. Right, Colin Kaepernick in Black and White. And one of the most prolific scenes that I saw it was in the very beginning, in the very first episode, when they're showing these young African American men in the in the NFL Combine, and they have their arms stretched out, and they're measuring the arms, and they're yeah. measuring their weight, and they're measuring their height. And what do you do? You basically immediately. And I and I already saw where he was going, and I and I visualized it. Right. Slave trade. Yep. No, I mean, look uh, at this young boy here. Yeah. Look at how tall he is and look how strong he is. You You're should right. want him on your team. Hire him today. Buy him today. He's much stronger than the rest of these boys. Right. 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 So when you look at the, comp- with the with the the comparison between the slave trade and when you got someone on the slave uh, the trade block or, or the an, a slave auction and the combine, I could see. I, I absolutely. See how you could compare the two yeah. Now am I going to stop watching it? No
0: No. So, so here's the issue to, to, to answer Danny's question Correct The NFL cuts out a check to every team Before they even play one game of $300 million This is a collective bargaining agreement with Because of the uh, TV deal Sure So the NFL is the biggest money maker Let's mm-hmm. just be honest here And most of the money comes from TV So whether you're the Jaguars, the Browns Or the Raiders, Or the Bears your check before you play one NFL game yeah. for your team here's three hundred million. Nice. So do you really think that the uh, that the owners care about the uh, uh, people in the seats? Not really, because that's extra money. Because mm. you know what, I can make it up in merchandising. Yeah. I can make it up in this and that. And so what? If I have three hundred million and I paid, let's say, I paid five hundred or eight hundred million for my franchise, or let's say a billion, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I can make that money up in three years, four years.
4: So, at what level then? You, you, do you think it's up to the players then to protest that and stop playing then? Because you know, where do where do you take a stand for the, the know, cause, right?
3: Me, let me tell you again why that's never going to happen. Why is that? If I don't play, I don't get paid. Right. Well, that's how that works. So,
4: nor, nor 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 does anybody else, right? Because if there's no football, then what what happens?
3: You're never going to get a, a high enough percentage. <laughs> you are never going to get a high enough percentage. No, of I players get it. right. So why to to why do we but come?
4: Why we complain about it then right if we if if we're going to take the energy to to bring it out there and then we don't come up with a solution to fix it what is our purpose of talking about something like if we're just going to say it is what it is you know money runs the world and is it a racial thing or is it a power thing or is it a money thing um we're talking about it we're angry about it but we know it is what it is so at the end of the day who stands up if the players don't play Right. And they go on and say, Nope, until we get fifty percent participation like the city of Chicago does here, like you need forty percent minority participation, it's a mandate. If somebody imposes a mandate on the NFL to say, you know what, forty percent of the coaches must be minority—that's including Hispanic, that's including even a woman—because at the end of the day, race is a thing, right? We know the good old boys are getting their, their share. Yeah, uh-huh. but this—that it's just a—it's it's a question that is always going to be asked. But who's going to take that? Who's going to be the next Callan Kaepernick?
3: I mean, the here, here's the problem. What happened to Colin Kaepernick? What is he doing right now? He's making Netflix documentaries. So making what you're money. gonna do is you're gonna oust, oust them from the from the league. And, <laughs> but and, and, is he and, really ousted though? He's making so much money right now, right? Like he's not. But he 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 has been blacklisted from the National Football League. That's cool, right? But but that's what I'm saying. We're talking about the where's league his money specific. coming from though? His, his <laughs> Nike is coming, it's coming from, from Nike. Sponsors. Yeah, it's all sponsored. It's, yeah. it's all coming from his notoriety. Did they, they really hurt him though? But that's not the point. What it is is right. basically they took, you, you they took, took his livelihood. Him, you took away his dream right. of being an NFL player. I agree. No, you I agree. You took on away that. his ability. Right. You didn't take away his ability to make a living because right. what you did is you actually made it more profitable Thank for you. him. Yeah. But that's not right. the point. The point right. is that number one, you're never going to have full participation from enough players in the NFL to be able to halt the league from being able to play. Right. And the reason why is that even when you have your like, Let's say let's say 70% of the players in the NFL are in agreement that this is wrong. Sure. We shouldn't do this. Again, 70% of them being black. Well, guess what? You know who's going to fill that role? Right. Whoever wants to because that's exactly what happened every time that the NFL has had a labor stoppage or labor agreement. Hey, like Scabs. I talked about like I talked about last week, Sean Payton from the from the uh, Saints was a spare bear. Right. Once the NFL went on strike, you will find all these players. More kids play play baseball. Uh, and, and football more than any other sports because there are so many positions on the field. Sure. You have a 52-man roster in, in NFL. In college, you have like a 100-man roster. So you get all these guys who never got their chance. Hey, Billy, you on the couch? Yeah, I'm tired of washing dishes. Come catch balls. That's what's going to happen. You'll never be able to cut it off enough. Right. It just has to be something that's worked through systemically, and it just has to start... This is a good start, but I'm my fear is that Brian Flores is going to get blacklisted from the NFL just like Colin Kaepernick did. No,
4: yeah, And definitely. I appreciate the conversation because um, you said it earlier, right? The you know kids from the hood want financial stability and they know that they're going to, to football, right? And are you in it for the money or are you in it for the passion, right? So if you're in it for the money and you're Colin Kaepernick and that's what your purpose was, you got what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we can say here, hey, uh, yeah, he, we barred him from his dream but wasn't his dream to be financially stable right in a sense without getting hurt in a concussion? in a
0: sense but you got to remember his love his number one love was football i get it
3: right yeah. but, but but that's that that's that's i think that's part of the problem <laughs> is that you can't just it's say true. You're you're taking it as if they took away his ability to make money. Right. You can if whether he makes five million dollars or fifty thousand a year, sure. He can make money. That's not the point. The point is that you found a way to systemically stop find a way from not being able to hold this job based on your comments, your actions, and your actions against police brutality. I'm with you. That's not right.
4: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm not I'm not disagreeing on that. I just think that uh you know, again, what's the solution, right? I mean, we It's throw- got
3: to be a systemic change. You, right. you, the solution is right. the owners have to be the ones to make the change. Yeah. That's the solution. And when you look at what's going on with baseball right. right now, you got the the players against the owners. And people say millionaires, billionaires and millionaires. Well, guess what? Those billionaires already have their fucking money. Yeah, and the it's not really. The millionaires don't
0: have money. It, it's the 1%. That have millions in baseball, everyone else is making six hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. Yep. They're not making that much money. Correct. Those are the guys that fill up your roster. So, yeah. I, I'm, I'm. We'll get into that next week, even before because you yeah, know no, you. Listen, I'm, man, I'm not you, going to the baseball. No, because right. look at you. Him. He's, he's no, so you he's literally, literally up, man. Literally, a, you pulled a, a yarn and <laughs> you don't want to <laughs> unravel that. Nah, we'll nah, do that nah, next nah, week. Nah. All right, let's move on, gentlemen. Can I just say something? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I'm with you. I'm with you though. Like hundred percent. This is not about. I'm I'm all about the cause. Like Jay Z got shit for it, right? Because he's like, hey, he, he took a knee. Now what? Now what, what? What do we do? And I took it the same way. He's like, let's do something about it. Like he yeah. took that he took that knee. Now, okay, cool. But what what has been done since Colin Kaepernick? Let's just you know not to prolong the conversation.
0: No, no, I get you. But nothing's really been done. Nothing. No, right?
3: but but that's sucks, the thing is that right. I think what happened yeah. is. The players showed out and the owners didn't match that energy. Gotcha. That's yeah. the problem. Gotcha. That's yeah. the problem. And now we're going to the point where it's affecting NFL head coaches. Sure. Where they're not getting a job. And you want to talk about minority? We can right. talk about Brian Flores being not only black, but from Hond- uh, Honduras. Honduras. yeah. Okay? Yep. So got you, got a double, you got a double guy, right? You got a double hip sword right there. You yeah. know what I mean? A double dip. So, Tell it's it, it, you. It, you know, hey, they, this is something that needs to be fixed.
4: He needs a, he needs a cool beer.
3: Oh, I gotta call me, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I still got one.
4: I, I get hey, one for ne- next segment. I have another one. I respect your passion. That's dope.
0: That's right. All right, story number three, and you know we always have a fun story at number three. Isaiah Thomas making headlines again. Okay. Isaiah Thomas said, "I wanted to go home to the Chicago Bulls." <laughs> this is these are funny details on how he sabotaged the Detroit Pistons during the 1981 NBA draft process only to fall in love with the Motor City. Isaiah was drafted by the Pistons with the number two pick in b- back in 1981, the year we were born. Guess we're old. 81. Wow. Uh, <laughs> huh? You love getting, uh, government info, man. Oh, wow.
3: <laughs> They're
0: already tracking you on your phone. There you go. Uh, this came out after Isaiah's decision was to declare for the pros following a national championship under Bobby Knight with the Indiana Hoosiers. Even at the time... Expectations for the boy of the West Side of Chicago were quite high. Isaiah had displayed uh, had displayed unusually high base a uh, basketball IQ, playing under the extremely disciplined coach of Bob, Bob, legendary Bobby Knight. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me today, huh? <laughs>
3: What do you mean? What is wrong with blah, 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 This is this is this is a normal. Feature right? This here. is
0: my normal. Even at the time, of <laughs> <laughs> but even the Hall of Fame caliber talent like Isaiah, it took a while to truly grow into an NBA game. He revealed in an interview with the Players Tribune that he only came across plays and playbooks at Detroit. So pretty much he was playing pick ball until he got to the NBA.
3: Yeah, welcome to Chicago.
0: Yeah, typical Chicago. Sorry guys, yeah. I've coached. It's, it's pretty much like that. It's hard to get these uh, these guys to actually look at a playbook. So pretty much he went into interviews before, before the NBA draft with different uh, GMs and, and coaches and pretty much sabotaged the questions so that he would fall from the number two pick yeah. to, to either the four or the six pick. And uh, he tried to do this along with Mark Aguirre so that way they can both be on the Chicago team. This
3: is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, this is the Bulls. They, they must... Sometimes you get a glimpse into the future and you see a young man, uh, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, coming down the pipeline and you're like, yes, that's where I want to go. So I don't know, man, maybe it was clairvoyant. I don't know. Look, uh, let me tell you something about Isaiah Thomas. Man, fuck Isaiah Thomas. No. <laughs> fuck that guy. Get, get out of here trying to fucking do all crazy. He's from look. Chicago, brother. You yeah. got to give him a little bit of respect. No, a little no, bit. No, Just no, a little no. bit. He don't claim Chicago. <laughs> he, he, he. Let me tell you something about Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas claims Chicago when it's convenient for him to claim there Chicago. You go. Otherwise, he's Detroit Pistons all the way talking about how Michael Jordan wasn't that good You're right. and how the Bulls weren't that good and being a fucking asshole when they got to But put it, the have you talked hands.
4: to people in Detroit about Michael?
3: I don't care about Detroit. But I'm saying you know this, who, you know the who same cares way. about Detroit?
4: Nobody. Nobody
3: <laughs> cares about L- Detroit.
4: Little Caesars? I don't know. <laughs> That's the only people I know that Nah, but but in all fairness, I mean yeah. like a lot of Detroit people feel the same about Mike, right? Like how we feel about Isaiah. Uh, is it just because of the we rivalry? About,
3: no, yeah, there's no rivalry. The rival this is like saying the the Bears and the Packers have a rivalry right now. It ain't a rivalry when you keep losing, bro.
0: It, it was a rivalry for two years. Yeah. And yeah. after that, it wasn't a rival and anymore.
3: And then you guys cried, and Dumas and Lambeer and Isaiah Thomas took their. Ball but why? Why do we
4: hate them so much? Seriously, because they beat they beat us up? They, no, they, no, 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 no. It's, it's the lack of respect. Is that what it was? No, no.
0: It's the lack because we were the little brother, uh-huh. and they were the big brother. They beat the shit out of us yeah. every single every single series, every single game. But then when we matured and we had a full team and we came at them, right, and we took them down guess what they cry like little bitches that left the court before the the, the buzzer even sounded didn't shake hands right yeah. so if you if you if you can dish it out then you're gonna get it too so you know what you lost as a man shake that motherfucker's hand look him in the eye shake him in the hand hey yep. great job guys i'll see you guys next year i'm gonna kick your ass next year and then you fucking walk off the court <laughs> fuck him
3: you, you know you know why we don't like isaiah thomas why is that 'Cause he's a little ho. No dear. <laughs> yeah, I mean like like you know, like Z said, you don't hey, you, you as a professional athlete, yeah. as a man, you take your lumps like a man, shake hands, hey. Hey, but didn't Good he job. Get, uh, we'll see you next time. Didn't
4: he get accused too for harassment when he was a GM in New York or something?
3: Oh he yeah, yeah, yeah he, tons yeah. of stuff.
4: So I don't respect that more so than anything, right? Like that that's a reason not to like him if that's true. Right? Yes, because yeah. he
3: is a hoe. No.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Use <You's> a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm big z and that's news to me we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors
3: we all know that 2020 was no joke and with an ever-changing world climate many people are looking for a new opportunity Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers.
5: Hey guys, this is Mike Deportes and you're listening to True Chicago Sportfine Podcast.
0: Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z.
2: Oh Yeah. This
0: is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in The
3: Loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago.
5: Welcome to Chicago. Welcome. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. This is welcome, Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome, welcome, welcome. to Chicago.
3: Z, what is going on with c Red Nation And the Chicago Bulls
0: C Red Nation Is hurt brother <laughs> They're <laughs> hurt
3: man They got about
0: Eight players On the injured reserve Man it's so bad you're
3: saying C Red is the ambulance sign That is
0: It's the, it's the Red Cross sign Brother <laughs> They are super hurt AO is Is pulling up there With the uh, Pulling up the ship The, the plane But But uh, uh, it's it's bad, dude. You got Kobe out with the groin. Yep. You you got uh, Zach out with the back yep. spasms, and he tried to gut it out the other day, and uh, he would, I think he had like 11, 11 to twelve points, but you can tell he didn't have the spring in his in his, uh, uh in his step. yeah in his step. Yeah. So the Chicago Bulls will have representatives at the All Star weekend. Zach Levine, Io, um, Io is gonna be in the Rising Stars, and uh, they're gonna join. Mr. King of the King of the Fourth. Yes. Mr. DeRozan. Yes. So the funny thing is that the NBA changed the all-star rules and the if the Bulls hold out to the number one seed in the East, they'll have their whole coaching staff coach the East.
3: Hell nice. yeah. I mean, That'll be awesome. No, and and look. We know Zach is hurt right now. We got I, uh, I.O. is over here, like, really taking the charge. And yep. considering what he's been able to do as a rookie coming into this league, he's been extremely impressive. I mean, like. His,
0: his coin is taking a hit because he's actually playing point guard and correct. distributing the ball. Correct. And he's a great defender.
3: He is. I mean, he is a tenacious defender. I, I think
0: uh, uh, Caruso is rubbing off on him. I th- Look. DeRozan and Caruso are rubbing off on and, him. And, that's, and that those are great guys and, that have.
3: And that's the thing is because like I said When we started the season I wasn't real high on Kobe White Because of the fact that you had io come in and he took over that role. Now Kobe came back, he's been able to do some scoring, he's actually grown in confidence. I think also working alongside because this is a young guy as well, yep. working alongside io and take and allowing demar de Rosen uh, to take him under his wing to see some of the scoring because you do see some of the scoring tendencies out of uh, uh Kobe that you see out of uh, demar Derozan. So, I mean. Now that Kobe's hurt again, that's not a good sign for me because, I mean, this is the third time already this season before the All-Star break that he's had to take time off.
0: Yeah, well, he had the uh, shoulder redone or in the offseason, so he had that time off, and I think he did get sick. I think it was probably that COVID protocol stuff. But, I mean, what we have right now is you have a bunch of the young guys getting exposure. They're getting that playing time. I O has shown you that he can step up and take over the team and lead the team uh, and take over that Lonzo Ball role. Now, the issue is that you got to remember that in college, you only play about 37, 38 games. Maybe if you get to tournament, another another five, six games. Right. There's 82 games. You do not want to
4: burn out this kid too quickly. You're right. And uh, similar to like Derrick Rose. Right. When he started his career, I'm yep. looking the same way with this guy a little bit.
3: Yeah, and I mean, the, the good thing is that we've seen, we've seen Kobe uh, grow in confidence. I think that's a good thing. And, but I, I think what we're seeing is that he's not as durable as Io. I mean, he's physically not as big and strong as Io. Um, but, you, but you're not wrong. I mean, I, I think especially for Io, the, considering the fact that he came out of college after, after spending his, his time there in Illinois, you know, not just coming out one and done. He did three and, years, and right. And now he comes to the NBA And you take your college experience and you take the fact that you're working with a guy like AC and you take the fact that you're working with a guy like DeMar DeRozan. Veterans in the NBA know what it takes to get a foul, to make a foul, to make a shot, to take a shot. I mean, you're seeing that he is growing in confidence every single day. I mean, the fact that drive to the basket we saw a couple days ago, I mean, at the end of the game for that dunk.
0: I got out of my seat. It's been a while since I got out of my seat for a Bulls game. And,
3: And you know, the thing is, is that you know who you expect that from? Zach Levine Yes Oh yeah you, know I mean? you don't expect that Out of Io DeSumo No it, it
0: reminded me When, when Derek Rose uh, Dunked on uh, old oh boy in, uh, in in Phoenix Right that, that white boy That went to uh, Miami <laughs> When Keys when oh, like oh.
3: oh Jason Williams No or Tyler Hero
0: It might have been Tyler Hero it, I don't know, One of those One of those kids I remember Stacey go, Saying Can you get higher Like he was all Like uh, high pitched yeah. Whatever He, he double clutched And dunked it on that kid that's the last time I jumped out of my seat at a watching a Bulls game. So this kid is exciting. The future looks good. Now what's the problem is, is that we have a lot of injuries. And you got the Pacers and you got Cleveland. And yeah. now you're gonna have you're gonna have the 76ers all make moves. To try to climb up that ladder. Well,
3: we have to see what the Sixers are going to do because they're still sitting on Ben Simmons. We don't know what's going to happen with him. I've been listening a lot to reports that there's a possibility he might be traded for James Harden to see Harden come over to the 76ers. We saw the Bulls today on Sunday have a hard time with the Sixers because they're just a much bigger team. Yeah, they're huge. Joel Embiid, right now, you got to remember how big and how, how. strong this guy is, but right now he's at his peak. So if the 76ers expect to have any shot at a championship, they have to take a chance at it now because he is going to break down sooner rather than later. You know, Shaq was the anomaly is when you look at big guys his size that were able to continue a career going forward. Yeah, but Joel Embiid especially without Ben Simmons and someone next to him developing at the same time, he's not going to have a chance to go on much longer. I promise you that within like three years, he's not going to be nearly as good as he is right now. I uh, He's only no. he I is only don't know 28. His his body style is not going to allow him for to. to but he's he's completely
0: changed his game this season, and what he's been doing, and he's been working out really hard. He started doing a lot of videos, watching a lot of videos of Kobe, of Michael, and, and some and uh, some other all stars or, or Hall of Famers, and mimicking those moves. If you watch Joel and the last four or five games, he's doing the fadeaway. He is going to up and under. He is, I, I, I think, he's putting years on his career by not banging in hanging in the middle and saying, hey, I can shoot a 3-2 and I can fucking pull a a fadeaway and I can take you off the dribble. But
3: we're not talking about D-Wade. D-Wade hadn't learned. D-Wade was already athletic enough. Joel Embiid is not athletic enough to overcome that when he does start to break down physically and his mental capability is not going to catch up. He right now he's at the peak of his physical ability. So when he starts to decline from that, and when he does gain that mental uh, capability, his body is not going to be able to do those things anymore. That's well, what I'm saying.
0: No, I understand what you're saying. Like, D
3: Wade had you, to figure. You, D Wade was so I, I understand so what you're saying. You got your
0: mental and your physical, and they're not. Yes. They're not at. The, they're not going to equal at the same time. I know what you're saying.
3: And John, John Elway, or some other quarterback. One of these guys came out and says, "By the time I had everything figured out, I my body, get, yeah, my body could, gave could, out." So question M- for Marino. you guys:
4: um, You guys are up for that workload management? Then everybody that everybody criticized that players take some time off during the 82 season. Um, are you for that or, or, or what's your um, opinion on that? To be honest, when I first
0: started, and I think it, I think it first started with San Antonio doing that. Um, but San Antonio also had an older roster. So I can understand why they did it. I didn't like it. And then you saw LeBron do it. And then you started seeing it trickle down to the rest of the superstars saying, oh, we'll, we'll, we're playing the Clippers with The Clippers. We're not going to play. Uh, LeBron would not play in Chicago. Shaq would not play in Chicago because they're like, oh, eh, they're not. Chicago's not that good. So I was opposed to it, but now learning what I know uh, and, and and understanding what 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 these players go through on the, on a daily basis, uh, not only during the games, but they do a lot of post therapy just to keep their bodies in shape. So if if uh, if a guy has a nagging injury like Zach Levine right now. Yeah, give him treatment, give him some some load management, give him days off. Of course, you're going to prolong the the career of the player. Also, you're not risking your season if you're trying to be the playoff hunt and you're trying to uh, take your shot at the championship. Because let's be honest, last year was what, the Phoenix Suns and Milwaukee? And they only got in because of injuries Or mm-hmm. because Kevin Durant wears a shoe size A half size bigger yep. His dumbass should have hey. got a regular shoe And guess what? That three would have counted it as a three
3: Hey, look what happened with uh, the Utah Jazz Les- No, the Jazz and the Nuggets It was the Jazz That's what happened That's how the Phoenix Suns made it to the finals last year i Because you look at what happened in that roster You had uh, Murray Kyle Murray? No, oh, no, no, no The
0: other one uh, um- yeah. yeah, Murray, the basketball player, yes. Murray. Yes, <laughs> sorry.
3: Okay, and the, you know what I mean? Like that—that's what we saw right there. So that's why they didn't go to the finals. They should have been right there, Jamal Murray. Yes, it Jamal, Murray. Been Jamal You got Jamal Murray, and you got the Joker on that same team. The Joker finally lost weight during the pandemic. He came back looking great. He's looking in shape. He's probably one of the best, if not one of, the, if not the best player in the uh, Western Conference right now, and I'm including guys like LeBron. Because who is more important to their team than a guy like Joker right now? Aside from what Luca.
0: You know what I mean? Look Luca's unstoppable.
3: So, I mean, you look at that. Now, let me ask you a question. You want to talk about load management? Do you take a break from work? Absolutely not. You don't. You don't. You, you don't <laughs> take a break at work. You don't take a break to go take a shit or He's have like, a He's like,
0: I'm a machine. I'm the machine.
3: Get the fuck out of here. The the yeah, Keep your shirt on, bro. <laughs> Unless you're going to fight or fuck a bear. No, no, I, <laughs> mean, no but I mean,
4: Arcane sign, you know, I, I agree, but I think at the end of the day, right, these athletes sign a contract, no it's 82, 82 games. You look back in the day, Michael Jordan and those guys. Um, that's
3: a, that's a, I, right. I know I know exactly where you're right. going with that. It, right. It's an outdated notion. And I'm gonna tell you why. Uh-huh. We're well, right here. We got what well, we got. In the thirty for thirty with Tom Brady right now. Tom sure. Brady is announcing officially, announcing this week uh-huh. his retirement at 44 years of age after seven Super Bowls after 22 years in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that when you look at the fact that Michael Jordan basically flamed out of the NBA at age thirty-eight, Le- LeBron James right now is age thirty-eight, and I promise you, LeBron James can, if he wants to, play till the age of forty-five. Sure. You don't think that if Michael Jordan had some load management aside from the two years where he took off, where he was still playing, but every he was playing baseball. Day, he was still playing baseball. Don't you think that if Michael Jordan practiced a little bit of load management, take a game off here or there, let your body recover, that he would have been able to play well into his forties? And actually been effective and not and, and if that was the case, now you're talking about the Chicago Bulls winning ten championships, mm-hmm. winning eight championships. Well
0: the seventy two and ten season, they got they blew by the by everybody because they blew everybody out in the first half. And guess what? By the fourth quarter, you had everybody with ice on their knees. Correct. And you had and-
3: a Michael Jordan who had two years off of basketball. You want to talk about load management? Michael Jordan took two years off of basketball.
4: Sure. No, I I mean, I I agree. We all need rest, but I'm just looking at it from the fan base and... You know, we go back to the Oh ownership. yeah, like, well, oh yeah, no, fuck no, The fan yeah, base. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, I, I, you know what he, I know what he's saying no, Go the, ahead. The, your point. Out. No.
3: When you talk about the fan base, sure. if I if I if, if, if I decide not to play in your in your stadium when you waited for that superstar to come out, sure. guess what? My job, yes, it's a part of an entertainment business. My job is to win a championship. Sure. And if I need a break to be able to recover to win a championship, that's you best believe damn well that's what I'm gonna do because by winning a championship, sure. guys like Bobby Porter's get these multi-year contracts for a <laughs> bunch of money. And that's what it is You get Look Let me tell you something I promise you If Jimmy G Would have went to the Super Bowl And found a way to win it Instead of losing to the Rams He'd make a hell of a lot more money In free agency Or going to a different team When he's He wouldn't be
0: getting cut Or traded He wouldn't No but I know what you're saying Is like okay As a fan and you're like, oh, I'm gonna buy this ticket. I'm gonna buy this premium ticket, and I want to see Kobe Bryant play the the Bulls. Sure. And he doesn't show up, and he's like, oh, yep. I I I don't feel good. Like uh load management day. As a fan who paid hardworking money, as a sure. fan,
3: as a fan who paid <laughs> to see the L. A. Lakers,
4: right?
3: Whether Kobe's there or not, I play. I, I paid to see the Chicago Bulls. Because the Blazers are coming in or the Spurs are coming in. Hey, you didn't play Tim Duncan today. Oh, well, Tim Duncan knows that. I, you don't need me to beat the shitty-ass Bulls team. I, you don't need to play. Give him a break. I have no problem with you as an entity, as a business, running your business, how you see fit to be as successful as possible at the end of the season. Your job is to win championships.
0: I understand that. But I'm saying there's, there's two, two ways of looking at it. As a fan... You're selfish I want these guys on the court Because I paid hard money To see them Now As a businessman If I own the team Or I'm the GM Or the coach Guess what I'm doing what's best For my team To win a championship So yes There's two avenues to it
3: Yeah there's two ways To look at it Uh the right way and your way, so oh, that's how whoa, it's, gonna go. whoa, whoa. it's gonna go. That's how it's gonna go. But look, so, Welcome yeah, to the show. Once again, <laughs> so yeah, we we talk a little bit about uh, some of these injuries piling up for the Chicago Bulls. There are some reports out there that they could be possibly going after Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder yep, Dennis Schroeder. So, I mean, that's a, uh, both the Bulls and Milwaukee. We, Milwaukee's right on the Bulls' uh, heels right now. Are vying for the services of Dennis Schroeder. now. To, it it to depends able, on what they're going to give up. They want they want a first and Kobe. I think that's that's what's out there right now. That's what's out there right now, and it's basically people were saying why well, they got so many guards. Well, guess what? Two year guards out for extended time two year guards out for extended time and if you sit there and you want to win a championship the bulls are in a very similar position, position as the 76ers right now yeah. because you're looking at a guy like DeMar DeRozan who has become the face become the leader of the Chicago Bulls he's in his 30s he can't be he can't be scoring 40 points a game Vucevic is is is, is 30 going on 31 uh, yeah, I, a, I an old 31.
0: To. He's on an old 31. You
3: know, And he's playing well. He's playing very well.
0: Every time we criticize him on the podcast, yeah. then he has a good
3: week. So we and know, then we look like a-holes. But no, I mean, you know what? No, it looks like... Uh, we Fire under uh, his ass. It sounds like we have a very loyal listener who takes our advice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, E, let's transition to your sport, the Chicago Bears. What's going on with your beloved Chicago Bears?
3: Yo we're, we're gonna We're gonna kick everyone's ass We're gonna make everyone run That's what it's gonna do Man, Eberflus Came in on fire <laughs> Wishful
4: thinking huh? Hey
3: gonna, There's a lot of things <laughs> There's a lot of things Going on right now Wait you Look I, I would I would agree with with a sentiment of wishful thinking, quote unquote, if we've seen what this coaching staff has to do because we don't know what they're gonna do right now. You know, there was a lot of rumors of who's gonna be brought to the team. There's a lot of movement that's been happening right now. So let's take a quick list. A quick look at the list of what they've compiled.
0: I am cracking up because it reminds me of the meme. Of the little kid in ninth place with a champagne, like yeah,
3: fuck yeah, but no one's doing and everyone's that. looking at it like, what the fuck are you happy about? No one's doing that. The I Bears mean, all, fans are doing that. Bears yeah. fans are not doing it because most are Most Bears fans don't like this hire. They want them to get Jim Harbaugh, and they Fuck want them to Jim bring Harbaugh. back. They want them to bring back Walt Spade from the dead to be the, uh, the running backs coach, and they, you know what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. Bears fans are the most cynical. Oh yeah, they want it, the they season. want
0: Vic Vanjo back. Yeah, they want everybody back.
3: And I'm like, the, dude, there was the people were talking about bring back Lovey, and I'm like, stop.
0: Oh, cover Elaborate. two is done. Yeah,
3: no. Anyway, so let's take a quick look around who uh, who the Bears have hired. Uh, Like we talked about last week, they did bring in Ian Cunningham for the Bears' first assistant GM in Bears history. Uh, They brought in Luke Getzey, the offensive coordinator, who was the passing game and quarterback's coach uh, up in Green Bay. They brought over Andrew Janako, who was the quarterback's coach over in Minnesota. So they're just robbing everyone blind that's around the area because they also (laughs) brought in Allen Williams from the Colts to be their defensive coordinator. He was a defensive coordinator once before, like we said, with the Minnesota Vikings, and he was part of Matt E. Refuse's staff on the defensive side of right. the ball. Uh, they also brought in Tyke Tolbert for the wide receivers coach, formerly with the Giants. Uh, Chris Morgan for the offensive line coach, who looks like a whole offensive yeah. line by himself. That's right. And also Dave Borgonzi, who I also believe came from that Colts, uh, coaching staff. So, um, the Chicago Colts. Chicago Colts. So, I mean, like, Danny, let me ask you, looking at when you're trying to bring in a staff, what are the most important things that you would look for for a, for a potential candidate to tell you? What would be the trigger for one of these guys to tell you not be, not not to be part of your staff, but to be part of your leadership uh, core?
4: you know that's a hard question man because uh everybody has different style everybody relates to people differently i think you got to study human nature understand the culture what are you trying to bring and stay true to yourself um i think a lot of people see past the phoniness and and, and some people want to come in and reinvent the wheel right so for i look for character i look for charisma i look for discipline people who show up and do what they're going to say and um Take lead. You know, you don't always need to be asking for approval all the time from, you know, your superiors. Um, and at the end of the day, you know, you have that backbone to make a decision. Stand by it and uh, don't be afraid to make mistakes. So a strong willed person um, and, and it goes it's a broad, broad term leadership. It's, there's a lot of responsibility. Uh, there's no clocking in, clocking out. No hourly. It's, it's all day, every day. Uh, no days off until the mission is complete.
0: Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense, and that that translate over to the coaching side as well. That's it, it the same kind of a, uh, uh, approach that I take. If I'm going to do that, and I have an assistant coach, this is what I need you to do. Yep, you're doing your job, and I'm going to hold you accountable for doing your job. I'm not going to blame the players because you're you're the one leading those players. Now, if you look at what we have here with the Bears,
4: are you happy with
0: what, with the, what we done?
4: You know, I, I think uh, paying attention to the Bears as a little kid, since the 85 Bears, right, I look back at the dick, the ages and... You know, Dicta's always the guy, right? The the model coach. And since Dicta, who who's been close? Is it Lovey? You know, when he had his run and he took a different approach of kindness, almost relate. You know, there was a softer side to managing. Uh, there was yeah. soft. Yeah. The softer side was on TV. Yeah, right. no, he was an a hole in, no. in in so, on the field. So yeah, I'll tell you
3: what. So so soft
4: spoken, I should say.
3: Yeah, right? soft spoken. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, Lovey right. was more standoffish. Okay. I'll put it that way. Because right. if you ask him, hey, are you gonna who's gonna start next uh, next game? We'll find no, out next week. No, no, you did not say that. He's, Rex is our quarterback. And he would give you those one-line, forward answers. Rex is our quarterback. Hey, stop fucking questioning my decision. I am the head coach of this team. I've brought us success. We've had some failures, but we're doing the best that we can to win football games. And so you keep over here asking me who my quarterback is going to be, knowing damn well who my quarterback is going to be. Stop fucking questioning my decisions. This is my roster. I will put it together the way I see fit it's kyle Lorton. and that's what we see <laughs> but listen from what we're seeing out of matt eberflus that's what we're seeing right now i love it when you look at his speech right and we can dig into that a little bit deeper when we get closer to to uh, to Bears again. Do you think the on,
4: Do you think the ownership on the Bears uh, is doing the best that they can for for what they've been doing over the years? I
3: don't think the Bears ownership has any idea what the fuck they're doing, and they have to right. bring it outside of <laughs> consultants. But right. this is what I will say: when you look, look, uh, I was trying to get to is that Fluos comes out with his speech. And the one of the main things he says is that we're gonna go out there, we're gonna have a hard nosed defense. He's basically talking about getting back to Chicago Bears football. Yes, smack you in the mouth, kick your ass, and nice. when you're down, we'll kick you again. Yeah. We'll get up. We're gonna change to a four three uh, defense. We're gonna do whatever we can to run the ball, and we're gonna make this team tough again. And that's why he said, "Hey, everyone on the roster is on notice. Get your track shoes on. We're running." That's good.
0: If, if can, correct me if I'm wrong. I think you're wrong, Matt,
4: <laughs>
0: and I'm gonna cut that out and use that again. <laughs> oh, wow, wow, we, wow. Oh, yeah, I, if Matt looked at the film before he got hired, and you went up to Ryan and said, "Hey, this is what what went wrong with your team, or went wrong with the team?" The biggest thing that he looked at was that the offensive line was not sticking up for their quarterback when they're getting fucking pounded into the floor like nails. Right. When when Justin Fields got popped. And you got Trevor Jenkins, Tevin Jenkins, going out and sticking up and trying to fight somebody, and he's like, "That's exactly what I want from the whole offensive line. Right. No one should take a cheap shot at our quarterback. Our right. quarterback should not be on the floor, and if they right. are, pick his ass up right away."
4: So, so you look at like the Chicago Cubs, right, and the Bears. There's always going to be fans, no matter what, no matter if the team mm-hmm. is. Oh cleared, yeah, right? Oh yeah. So I, I think from that perspective whether the, the, the Bears and the Cubs do anything. Uh, will they still get the same fan base or not? Right, They sell out all the time. We're passionate. And I think uh, are, are we uh, quarterback away? Are we always a kicker away? Like, What's the formula that's going to work? And I think uh, what, what Eddie just said, to have a coach come in and, and hold people accountable, uh, that's where you start.
0: I think both Cubs and Bears fans are the most loyal and the most uh, optimistic. Correct. Mm. Very optimistic. Because you know what? Wait till next year, right? That's, that was the Cubs model until they won. And then after they won, they're like, we want to keep winning. They, helped, they they started holding their team accountable. And when they stopped winning, they stopped going. Right. Which is what you're supposed to do. The Bears fans do the same thing. They're very optimistic. They're all gung-ho. Hey, we're at training camp. And they got, you know, five, ten thousand 10,000 people watching training camp. And they go to all the preseason games. And guess what? Every game is sold out until they're like, they go on a 4-5 game Losing streak Then guess what No one's going to the December-January games First cause it's fucking cold And two <laughs> If they suck No one's gonna go Except for people That got free tickets sure. Or unless
4: you're sitting In the Cadillac uh, uh, section Where you get the heat No uh, And and, that, and it's, that's why It's a broad question You know Leadership it, it, it's, um, it's only a reflection On the players And if they buy into Your program That's when you're Gonna be successful I mean you're a teacher Right Yeah You understand that If you don't have Control of the class They'll run over you Right Oh uh, of course. Similar.
3: I mean the, the, <laughs> the good thing is that so far we have we have seen positive response good. from the players about what Iber has is, is had to say. And like I said, hard nose, discipline. Nice. Basically if you fuck up, you're out the door. Yeah. And and I and I do want to remind you that Ryan Poles was on the Bears once before yep. as an offensive, offensive lineman. lineman. Yep. And what I what I also talked about in previous episodes is the fact that when you know the position but you were never quite physically good enough to play well in that position. You know what it takes right. to do good, and that's why guys like Michael Jordan failed so poorly at being a leader, as far as a coach or a, or a GM or something yep. like that, because he already has that natural ability to overcome the mistakes. When you are not as talented, you have to be precise with your fundamentals. And yeah. a guy like Ryan poles who came over on the practice squad, he understands what's that. He understands what's that like. So now, when you look at what they have on the offensive line. I mean, there are definitely holes to fill, but you got James Daniels is going to be a free agent. You got to figure out if you're going to pay him or not. You got Tevin Jenkins, who is a brand new guy. You got Derry Borum. You got Alex Bars. You got Sam Mustafer. You got a lot of Players, you got Jermaine Fetti there. You have a lot of players there. Man, this guy knows a lot of have-
4: names, man. No, he don't. That's what I'm saying. The Bears. Wow, <laughs> when even, at, when it's football, he's not even reading anything. No, no, man. he's not. What's no, when, it, com- when it
0: comes to football, I defer to this man, and I have learned a lot. But wow. I, but That's I'm impressive. In, the offensive line will not be the offensive line that you saw last year. I no, can guarantee you, no, half of them will not be no, there. Fetty
3: won't be there. No. I'm I'm not sure what's going to happen with Daniels because he's going to cost 10 million. And but no, I mean, at the same gone. time. He, if he knows, see, the, the thing that people have to remember is that the offensive line works as a unit. Yes. This is not like a right. wide receiver, a singular, who can change the game by his route, who's going to affect the entire defense. No. The defense as a whole has to work as a unit. Right. But offensively, yes, you have yep. to work as it, a unit. It's like a concert. Def- like if you have one instrument off, right. it throws together. everything
4: Correct. off. I'm going to change my answer and say I'll hire Eddie as a coach. <laughs> he already coaches. <laughs> he coaches saying, uh man. girls softball. That's yeah, the solution to the Bears win right there, baby. But one minute.
3: Okay. Yeah, but but again, I mean the biggest thing is that I think when you look at uh the fact that they're their gm is an offensive lineman yep and their their head coach is coming out and basically saying if you don't work your ass off you're not gonna play i think that's the gist of what he's been saying and i think right now at the very least like you said before bears fans can be optimistic very. it might not be that splashy name that you wanted but guess what he, at least he's delivering a message that we're gonna get back to quote unquote chicago bears football so so now that we're getting back to Bears, quote unquote, Bears football, right? Right. I think we can all assume safely at this point the Chicago Bears are not going to be playing at Soldier Field much longer. Yeah, they're not. Because enough. they're making the moves. We saw McCaskey show up at, at O'Hare to go pick up his boy. And his Camry. Oh, now, wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did look like a college student. It was kind of fun. So here's my question Yes, sir. Let's say the Arlington Heights new stadium is going to be completed by what we're in 2022. Let's call it 2027. Yep. Let's call it Let's call it nice and even, not conservatively, not too... 2027. Yeah, five years. Yeah. Is Ryan Poles and Matt Eberfruz going to be in charge <laughs> when they go? How did I see this
0: coming? No. No. I don't see either one of these guys making it five years. Wow. I don't. There will be a new GM and a new... And a new uh, uh, coach I was the same manager Because I'm in baseball mode In my head I do not think Yes you can, it's, it's already on It's on It's recorded So it's all there You'll you'll come no, back And no, you can no, yell at no, me no, no 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 But I'm insane Here's They will question. not be there Here's my question When the new stadium Here's my question Alright Why Why Because of the End up Fucking uh, Situation that they're in Right now With the uh, Salary cap And The inability of getting free agents
3: so you're already what this is what that tells me when you look at the way the nfl operates every shitty team is shitty because they have a shitty quarterback yeah teams with good quarterbacks and the rest of the team being mediocre can overcome that we've seen the saints do it over and over and over and over and over again right you don't we we saw the 49ers make it to the NFC championship this year. Yep. We saw the Packers win the North year after year part, partly because of the ineptitude of the Detroit Lions and the the the, 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 the Bears yeah, the, the Bears kept tripping over the the Bears kept tripping over their own feet because you saw the talent and they just could not get out of their way and the Vikings are like the the most hot and cold team, the most hot and cold franchise I've ever seen in my life. But what you're also telling me is that you don't have enough faith in Justin Fields that five years from now, he can be good enough that these guys can still be employed.
1: <laughs>
0: no. And, and it's not really on Justin Fields. It's on the Bears organization. And this is kind of relates to the whole Bears and Cubs thing. I don't trust the organization. Sure.
3: The organization has changed. You got a brand new GM. He's already changing things. He's brought in the first assistant GM of all time. There are things that they're changing. Until they
0: win some games, they haven't changed
3: shit. Uh Uh-oh. So, basically, well, first of all, that's not true. But, (laughs) basically, what you're saying is that you have no faith. Because the real test is to know in December what they've done, which many fans on our page said, I'll judge this this coaching staff when, when, Mm We see what happens in December. Now, you're judging prematurely thinking that there's no way that they can get over the hump. And and again, we're also predicating this on the fact that we have no idea what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. There's so many things that can happen in
0: five years. Right. You can can have an all-star team, an all-star football team, and then they all get hurt. And guess what? You'll have them know they can't come back or they get traded or they leave on free agency. And guess what? Now you have two, three years of me medi- out uh, being mediocre. Guess what? These guys are going to be gone too. <laughs> I don't oh, wow. have the trust in the Bears organization. I don't. So you don't what have point? you don't have thirty something years, So you, bro. you, could,
3: so you have zero faith in the, in the the new coaching staff, then?
0: No, I said okay. the Bears organization.
3: No, 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 no. I told you th- because the because one day show co- me some wins. The coaching staff is who decides if they win or lose. The coaching staff. This is Brian Poles and Matt Abel- and, and the GM, right? Control, right, and Matt the GM controls who wins or loses games. The
0: GM and the head of coach controls it. Right. So you
3: have no faith in these guys,
0: the Big Z. until because they
3: start thing- winning <laughs> some games.
4: I have no faith. So right now, prove me saying, wrong. Part of the
3: or- Bears organization, but they're all brand new employees.
4: Wishful thinking, my friend.
3: They're all brand new employees. So you're, basically, you're just telling me you have no faith. When you in have them right new
0: now. employees, you're, you're. What is your outlook? I for me, yes. Prove me wrong. Well, there's the bars down right? here. Hired right. But the bar is low. Yeah. They're still okay. learning curve.
3: So if the bar is low, that means that they can go over expectations very easily. They may or may no not. I
0: don't. I don't have faith.
3: You have no faith. That, <laughs> no. And that's what I'm saying. You have no faith in the no. seven. And that's probably, no <laughs> hey, that's probably why I'm not a Cuff fan. You have no faith That's probably why I'm not a Cuff fan. There you go. Okay. I'm yeah. just be honest. 05 to, 05 to 16. That's what we're going to say right there. What we'll, happened last year?
4: We'll check in five years. Who always right and wrong here? You're just going to keep these in the archive?
3: <laughs>
1: yeah,
4: yeah, they will be in the
0: archive. That's I'm All saying right. if I'm wrong I'm wrong that's fine out of my being fucking surprised but I'm just saying the bar is fucking low I to having won a, a Super Bowl since 85 I
3: mean we we got the receipts of you being wrong in every show <laughs> oh every my show right. god I mean, just I mean, cause you on.
4: say I'm wrong doesn't mean I'm wrong no hey, but I but think both of you right. guys got a good point cause uh, Teddy you gotta stay positive and, and have don't faith, you right? come
3: in here and mediate yeah, shit at
4: the, but at the same
3: time I don't care how many shows hey can you do go to MLB and mediate that shit he's right yeah, he just said he. He's granted, ready. there's no video in here, so you can't see he pointed at because he pointed at me. <laughs> he he did not right point right. at you.
4: <laughs>
3: he gave you the
0: f you. <laughs> <laughs> Who agree to disagree, young men? Oh, oh man. man, that'll never happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fans, let's take a pause for the cause, and we're we'll right back with our new segment, the bottom line. After a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs>
3: Welcome back to the TCSF Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Yeah. This is The Bottom Line.
1: And that's The Bottom Line.
0: All right. In this segment, we discuss the biggest Chicago sports topic of the week. And in the
1: world...
0: The Super Bowl, man. Everyone, put your beer down. Put your beer nuts down. Okay, keep your hands above the table, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Keep them above. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Insert clip there. (laughs) All right, ladies and gentlemen, we all know that the Super Bowl is the mecca of events of the world. The Cincinnati Bengals and the Los Angeles Rams meet in. The Super Bowl of 2022 it'll be a matchup featuring a team that made the Super Bowl in 2018 and one whose previous appearance came 20 years before that <laughs> it'll also feature a veteran quarterback with a shot at an NFL title against another who's getting his chance way ahead of schedule the Rams Matthew Stafford in his 13th year in the league And he had never been on a team That won a playoff game before (laughs) Sorry, Matt Uh, Joe Burrow, meanwhile, is in his second season And has carried a Bengals team further than anyone expected E, break it down
3: Oh, my goodness. Super Bowl 56 is coming hot and heavy, ladies and gentlemen. It's a couple of teams that I don't think anyone would have uh, expected, or a couple of players that no one would have expected. I don't think most uh, football fans, NFL fans, would have thought that we would have been watching Matt Stafford, formerly no, of no. the Detroit Lions in his very first season, with the Los Angeles Rams going over and facing uh, second year quarterback Joe Burrow, that
0: kid just wins. Cool man. Joe, he just wins.
3: Look, uh, you know uh, Joe Burrow, the Bengals. His second year, he got hit last year got cut uh, short in his his rookie campaign. Yep with an injury and he came back on fire like he does not care uh, he was a, a grad student when he went to LSU and won a national championship with the Bayou Bengals down there in LSU two years ago so uh, I mean the fact that he was able to come into Cincinnati, turn that whole franchise around enough to go ahead and win and win big and make make his way to a Super Bowl in his second season is entirely impressive so like you said we got a seasoned vet who is at his first year with a brand new team for him mm-hmm. and, and a guy who's basically pulls up his self up by his bootstraps all he does all he does is when you can drop that sound in there all you want because he's got the swag he's got the look he's ready to go and uh look i don't know man i I, I, I've, I When I look at the talent, I look at the Rams, all the players that they brought in. Don't forget, yes, they went to the Super Bowl two years ago. But since then, they've added Matthew Stafford. And not only did they add Matthew Stafford, they got rid of Jared Goff's bum ass. Okay. <laughs> this team also added Von Miller, yes. one of the best defensive players over from the Broncos. And they got Odell Beckham, who has been thriving since coming over to the, to the L.A. Rams. That's because they're throwing him the ball. But I still think the Bengals are gonna win. I don't no know. No way, I don't know, man. I think the Bengals got it, bro.
4: What do you think, Danny? You know, uh, you, just, you. I just uh, heard you say he he had his master. He was doing his master's. Uh,
3: so, ber- he, ber- so, ber- so so so. Joe Burrow graduated yeah. from OSU, had okay. a year of eligibility left. Yeah. He's like, well, fuck it. Let's go down to LSU. I mean, you know, you got Mufaletta, You got all the wow. uh, the nice jazz music down there. He went down there and hung out and just won a championship just on a yeah. whim. He's like, oh, I'm here, guys. Let's do it. That's what he's doing with the Bengals.
4: Yeah, I think he's got the momentum, man. I, I think, uh, who's favorite? I think the Rams are probably favorite. Yeah, right? the Rams are favorite. It's like a three yeah. and a half, yeah. You know, I was watching. I, I've been paying attention to him when he was in college. He, he's got that swag. He's got that confidence. He, under pressure, he's ice cold, right? You don't see him panicking. Um, I think a lot of the, a lot of that uh, growth, like you said, it came out with experience. So I like to see him win. It's going to be a hard. Uh, we'll see what Stafford does. You know, he's due his win too, though. You got to think about that, right? So
0: yeah, 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 I I really like Stafford. I've yeah. always been a fan of Stafford. The way he plays, he's been a gritty motherfucker. Yep. He's broke his back playing for fucking uh, Detroit and the, the sorry-ass organization that's up there. And, but then you have Burrow who goes like, oh, I'm going to win a championship in LSU. Then I'm going to get drafted. I'm fucking lighting the NFL on fire. Then he gets hurt, comes back, and he was there was no way they should have won. The Titans should have beat them. Uh, uh, everyone else should have beat them because the Bears beat them. And it's just all about when you get hot. Yep. It's and, all about when you get hot.
3: And that's one of the things that we, we actually made a mistake last week because we were talking about the Raiders and the Chargers uh, with that coin flip game. And Yeah. Then- It was the Raiders That actually won And made it to the playoffs It wasn't the Chargers So the Raiders did make it To the playoffs They did So that is our correction Of the week The one only time We've ever made a mistake Ladies and gentlemen Because Eddie's never wrong We apologize for that I mean Uh, You know Z apologizes for that (laughs) Here's the thing
4: too Like Tom Brady's Going to retire right And uh, who's the new face Of the NFL Why wouldn't it be Cincinnati right Yeah Um, 100% So there's something there. if you're a conspiracy Theorist You're going to think That the NFL is going to Push him to win Somehow some way uh, but we'll see. I hope. It, I just hope it's going to be a good game. Uh, kind of the game that, uh, who is it, where they're going back and forth to the last last minute, wasn't it?
3: Let me tell you what, yeah, this has been shot. one of the most incredible playoffs that we've right. ever seen, ever, oh, yeah. like where every Hand single down. game goes down to the wire. Right. I mean, we had people that were rooting against Patrick Mahomes because they want new blood. Don't be salty that this young right. man who's what, 25, 26 years old, has made it to four straight AFC championship games. Wow. That's not his fault. Don't be salty about that. Right. The fact that he went in there as what, a second year player and won a championship yeah. with, with all the talent they have in that team. I think a lot of people thought that that was going to be the, the team leading uh, uh, that charge for the AFC to win, not only go to, but win the Super Bowl. But now we're looking at the all the old guard is gone, right? So we look at some of the old play, old quarterbacks that have been booted out of the playoffs so far. You look at Ben Roethlisberger, he retired. You look at Aaron Rodgers, who knows what the hell is going to happen with him. Yeah. You look at Tom Brady, he retired. So now we're looking at a big change in the face of the the NFL. NFL yeah. Who are going to be the leading teams in the NFL? We saw the charges over there for so many years with Phillip Rivers. Now we're seeing Justin Herbert have his, his resurgence right now. You're right. seeing him come out on fire from when he came into the league last year. And I think when you look at him and look at Joe Burrow, you're talking about two second year players. You're talking about Josh Allen, who's been coming out on fire. Right. You're looking at Pat Mahomes, who was coming out on fire. And right there is four very good, very good quarterbacks that all play for AFC teams. Yep. So I what I would say more than anything else is that NFC needs to watch out because I don't know how. You're gonna get past these four very good young quarterbacks because I don't see another good young quarterback on the NFC side. Right? Who is who? Look at the quarterbacks that won have won championships in the NFL right now. Most of them are out of the league. Yeah, Peyton no. Manning, Roethlisberger, Brady, Drew Brees. It's change of the card, like you said. You you the 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 two that you have left, especially in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson. Everyone else is free of a championship because they haven't won shit.
0: And Nick Foles who beat Tom Brady. And
3: Nick Foles who beat Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> boy. Bears quarterback uh, Tom <laughs> uh,
0: Ari, all right. If, if you have to lay down a five dollar bet, who are you betting on?
3: I mean, look, why why wouldn't uh, I go with why wouldn't I go with the Bengals? Right. Why wouldn't I? Yeah. Make that money. Yeah. Make that money. Again, here here's here's the big problem. Matt Stafford cannot be trusted in the fourth quarter He's
0: always going to throw an interception every game He
3: can't be trusted in the fourth quarter So even if it's a close game Which I have no idea if it's going to be or not this again this is this year's version of last year's bucks it's the land of misfit toys right yeah. you got Aaron Donald you got Leonard Floyd on that team like I said you got to Odell Beckham you got Matt Stafford you got Von Miller it's the it's the island of misfit toys
0: yeah and they mortgaged their future just to get to this point
3: 100% this right here was all in year for the Rams and I hope for Sean McVay that he can win it because I think it's cool you are talking about a guy who's only 36 years of age at this time and And has been in the league for a couple years. This is the second time in two years that you've taken your team to the Super Bowl and won the NFC Championship. That's impressive. Over Aaron Rodgers, over Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have been pushing the the old guard out the door. This is one of them teams right now. It's put up or shut up time. I just, I, I just look at the fact that right now. The Bengals are playing with house money. There's no pressure definitely, on them to win.
0: Definitely. The only issue is that there's a lot of injuries on the Bengals side. There's the, a lot. Of, they lost their tight end. There's a lot of linemen yes. that are out on the offensive line. So, Burrow doesn't have a lot of time, especially playing against, like you said, Von Miller and, and, and all the animals on the other side of the Rams with Floyd and uh, Donald. Those motherfuckers are animals. And that's why, I mean, Donald's the player, defensive player of the year year in and year out. And he, super, he supersedes His stats from the year before He's a monster So I don't know That defense is great I want Burrow to win And it, that's me I hate Ohio yeah. <laughs> I fucking hate Ohio Everything about Ohio But I'm cheering for Joe Burrow Where's the Super Bowl Going to be home this year? It's In, in LA.
3: the Rams home stadium So far, so far. The, It was the first Last year the, the Bucks won In their home stadium For the first time right. In Super Bowl history A team uh, who Whose stadium hosted the Super Bowl Won the Super Bowl They had to win the NFC Championship in their home stadium To go to the Super Bowl in their home stadium
0: Nice so, Back what, to back years
3: And here's the thing Who has the benefit from that? nobody because them damn tickets are so expensive <laughs> only rich folks are going anyway it don't matter so it don't matter so
0: the NFL came out with uh, um, a solution to this mm-hmm. they will now host every Super Bowl in Dallas so that the home team never wins and uh, never plays at home
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, Jeez, man, man. Yeah. that's for you Miguel <laughs> I'm looking forward
4: to the halftime show man they got they got some pretty good lineup I think this year
3: for halftime well, like you said yeah, before yeah. we got yeah. you got Eminem and Stafford that's the yeah. closest Detroit's ever gonna get to a Super
0: Bowl so yeah, okay. and, uh, for us all old heads you now now we we feel like when we were kids we are like who are these people I don't I need that hey you know
4: uh, i'm glad i'm glad you guys are going to take a chill pill and eat some good chili and you know enjoy the game right i think yeah, that's, like, that's ladies the ladies
3: and gentlemen, run, right? uh Since you didn't know this Next week for Super Bowl Sunday Is going to be our first ever break We are not going to be recording a show next week We are actually going to enjoy ourselves Instead of looking at the game in a hypercritical eye And we will be back the following week To talk about baseball It's going to be so much fun But we deserve a break too And I think you'll probably need to uh, go stock up with the Q-tips So you can scrape all the crap out of your ears That we've been talking to you about for 83 episodes And I think it's time I think you deserve a break as well But look, um, let's look at some of the the matchup breakdowns right now, real sure. quick. uh The key players, you know, like I said before, Matt Stafford, it just cannot be trusted in the court, fourth quarter of a game. But you look at there's two very important players on the Rams right now, and that is Odell Beckham Jr., who has been a big relief to them after Robert Woods went down. But the key player in this game to me, and who's the potential MVP of the Super Bowl for the LA Rams is Cooper Cup, man. Cooper Cup, the white boy with swag. He got the little... He even got the naps on the on the beard. Yeah, the, Bro, this kid, I don't know where he came from. I don't know what what kind of weird uh, NFL player maker that they pushed a button on, but they spit out a good one here. This kid is incredible. Watching him take a hit and then spinning out of that hit somehow, it, it, it's, it's incredible. He's, uh, one he's of mastered most, that. He is one of the best route runners I have ever seen, and I think that if he has a good game, then the Rams... Will definitely win, and another thing to remember: Jer- Joe Burrow in that divisional game was sacked nine, nine times. times. Yeah, okay, wow. nine times. So that tells you a lot about his offensive line. But I want to remind you of something. And there's a young man that, that <laughs> Joe Burrow <laughs> used to play with when he played at LSU, That's and right. his name is Jamar Chase, and that is one bad man. So I think when you look at the fact that you are you're looking at Cooper Cup. Versus Jamar Chase, what does it come down to? Well, I promise you that Joe Burrow has a better chemistry with Jamar Chase than Matthew Stafford has with, with, Odell. with Cooper Cup. With Cooper Cup, because that's what I'm looking at. And Odell's going to be affected but Odell might be the first one to score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Because don't forget, Odell has never had success in the playoffs either. Whether it was with the Giants, whether he was with the Browns, whether he was with the Rams, this is his first real taste at any type of winning in the in the postseason. So okay. I mean the big question for me is how is Aaron Donald and how is Von Miller and how is Leonard Floyd going to play on the line for the Rams? That right there is going to be deciding factor in this game.
0: You definitely have a lot of characters. I'm looking at the roster right now. Matthew Stafford looked like Tom from fucking <laughs> from MySpace on his, his profile picture here. Uh, yeah, Cooper Cup is going to be the the wild card there because he catches and he anticipates the hits and spins off them. Aaron Donald, like I said earlier, is just a monster. Von Miller is trying to prove something that after Denver that he can still win. You also have Cam Akers. Don't forget about Cam Akers and they have and he, Sony and Michelle. Just-
3: yeah, Cam Akers just came back after missing pretty much the whole season with an injury, and then uh, I forgot their other uh, running back that just went down. Sony Michelle, no, no. the other one before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, here, here's the oh, one
0: uh, Daryl Henderson.
3: Yeah, Daryl Henderson who had on my t-
0: I had on my team too.
3: Yep. And and here's here's the thing I want I want to remind people of, and when we talk about no pressure right now, Jamar Chase is a rookie. Oh yeah, Jamar Chase is a rookie, and another player that people forget about. Is is uh, T Higgins?
0: Oh, that one T yes. Higgins
3: from Clemson. Yes, he, he is only a second-year player. Yeah, so you talking about a young young dynamic? This T Higgins was his his uh, Joe Pearl's, uh main receiver in his rookie season, right? And then he gets his boy Jamar Chase. What in the hell is going on here? How can the Bears don't have these players, guys? Because <laughs> they had a bad
0: system, man. They had bad people in place. Yeah. Well, I mean, like like I said. I think that the problem will be the, the Bengals offensive line When it comes down to the game That's going to be deciding factor for me They need to run the ball And take and, and have the uh, time of possession To take the ball out of the, the Rams' uh, uh, hands That is going to be the biggest uh, thing for me You also have uh, the the, bangers, the Bengals kicker Who's been automatic Yes That dude is that automatic
3: uh, Once again a rookie ladies and gentlemen
0: Yeah Yeah I mean it, they have an, uh, Outstanding Talent mm-hmm. up and down that field And they're all young So you uh, what I look at and equate to this Is this is a young Indiana, Indiana Indianapolis Colts team mm-hmm. When they had Peyton Manning And they had Marvin Harrison, Marvin Harrison yeah, yeah, and yeah. They, they had a, a stacked team On both sides of the ball
4: And that's what they look like to me man
3: Danny you got, you got Any feeling either way on how this game's going to go
4: I, I just think uh, the NFL is going to push for Cincinnati to win for some reason, right? I mean, I'm, I'm all about sports and competitiveness, but you know, more recently, I've been seeing a little bit of shadiness in the game. That's because uh, Vegas is involved. Yeah, you know, but but let's not take away from from Cincinnati. I think they they've earned their positions there, and uh, they have. Again, it's all about momentum to me, and, and who's more marketable. And he he's a face. Um, you know, I do I do a go back and forth, and, and to think that. Uh, Mr. Uh, Detroit man is is deserving <laughs> of it, right? But um, I'm going to Cincinnati all the way. I think uh, it's going to be a tight one. I'm just looking for a great game and and good company during during the Super Bowl.
3: Look, man, if if this game. If, if these playoffs Have been any indication Of what this yes. game Is gonna be
0: I hope it goes down To a field goal At the I end I hope right. it
3: goes I hope we have like Seven overtimes And they're like You can't do that But like It's the
4: Super Bowl You, but you guys, can do whatever
3: you want You guys think? <laughs> you think
4: eventually They're gonna change their rule with That overtime After this year
3: Ooh. I would love to oh, I would love man. to yeah. I would love what. to You know who else Would love to The entire city Of <laughs> Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> oh shit Josh Allen just sat there Like Yeah you why would you kick why did you kick my puppy dog I like that dog you just kicked him right in the gut and <laughs> you know, in the gut and now I hate you. You know him. who I felt more for Ooh.
4: was the parents because they kept showing
3: them man fuck those parents you know what They're I'm saying professionals like I'm, I'm it a was bad. A, okay too bad right. so sad you're a third year player fourth year right. player you'll be all right but but it, it brings me right back to the talent at quarterback yes. that the AFC currently has and i think when we look at a team like the Bengals, they are in a prime position to yes. go ahead and run rough shot over that division for the next couple of years because you got ben out the door okay. the browns are are just doing things that browns do that they got all that yeah talent. they have runs they got all yeah they got <laughs> all those that talent and i mean like you can never take the browns to the super bowl so i mean that's the that's the biggest issue with them they the, they're a quarterback away if you want to believe that that Baker Mayfield is. Not Did you the see there was
0: player. rumors that the Browns and the Vikings are going to swap quarterbacks? I mean, uh, would
3: that uh, really help? I think they're pretty I much think, the same quarterback. Not me. I think Kirk Cousins is more talented than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah You like that? Yeah, I do like that That's what it is <laughs> Oh, yeah, man uh, Z, what do you think is going to happen in this game, man?
0: I think it's going to go down to the, to, to the last minute I hope it's a, a, a nail-biter I hope that the Bengals win Yes, I'm going to cheer for an Ohio team wow. I, know. I know, I know But, I mean, the kid's a winner the kid is just a winner And you just cannot root against him And again Just like Danny was talking about Like Yeah you're cheering for the old man To get his his, his final hurrah Because he's not going to be in the league much longer right. And he's, he's just a, He's a stud He's got an arm uh, And you've seen him suffer And put his time in And you want to see him win too But I also think like You know what you kind of kind of You're trying to buy your, your championship By getting all these players
3: Yes but No because Because look it, for, I, I think you You are probably on point With Stafford It's probably his last chance For romance To go yeah. ahead And win a Super Bowl But I mean yes You traded for Von Miller But you gave up Your draft capital to do it So it's right. not like You just paid him more Than other teams did you, Yeah you can't it But do you also made smart moves Because don't forget Leonard Floyd From the Chicago Bears yep. Who everyone wanted to shit out And everyone says Oh he was lazy He was this and that Let me tell you something About uh, Leonard Floyd he was light when he came into the league. Yep. And when he went and started working out, he broke his hand. So he was actually gone for a good portion of that training camp, and I want to say his second season. And when he did come back, he had that big-ass club and a skinny guy with no leverage and in one hand. He's not going to be able to do the job that you want him to do at that position. So now he goes over on a prove-it deal for, to the L.A. Rams after he uh, ran out of his rookie contract with the Bears. He proved himself in his first season over there. Is that coaching or is that the player finally developing? Oh, uh, it's probably both. both. It's probably both. So now you look at him over there. He's been killing it with the Rams after he did have a very good rookie season over here in Chicago. And uh look, I mean, you look at that defense right now, and that is a killer defense because you, you don't forget like how good their secondary is. You also have Jalen Ramsey on yes, the team right now. That's there. what I was gonna so, get I mean, to, yeah. That that's the thing, is that you That know, is gonna
0: be the matchup of the night.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean I, I think I think that I think that matchup, I mean, whoever up whoever he's gonna go up against too, and another key matchup to look for is when Rams receiver Cooper Cup is gonna go up against the Bengals quarterback, Mike Hilton. I mean, the thing is is that when they're in man coverage, Hilton is gonna be covering cup in the slot and, and yeah, Apple, know- you like Apple? Yeah, well, Eli Apple, don't worry about him. He only speaks up when they have success. You don't hear from him when they don't do well. So I don't want to hear from guys like that. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean, like I, I think a big a big part of it is that Sean McVay being a young guy, not enough experience in the league, not enough experience as a coach, as a head coach. He kind of gets his, in his own way sometimes. He calls some weird timeouts and he puts him in weird positions. That would be my biggest concern because I feel like that might have been what happened with them when they lost a couple years ago to mm-hmm. the. To brady's last uh super bowl over there in the patriots so um look i mean i still think yeah i still think i'm gonna go with the Bengals, man i think i think right now we're doing a clean sweep uh three for three with the Bengals right now bangles
4: uh, Bengals all the way excuse me gentlemen Bengals all the way <laughs> yeah. Bengals all the way all
3: right yeah I mean I, I never ever thought of my life I would say that but I mean I, just like I said going from the Bayou Bengals to the Cincinnati Bengals I think Joe Burrow was just a natural winner and I think a lot of times when you have such a collaboration of talent that come over from different teams yes it's nice to see them together but it very rarely works out Tampa Bay last year being the other land of misfit toys with you know Leonard Fournette and uh, JPP and uh, uh, Sue and Tom Brady Jesus. And Gronkowski coming over And Antonio Brown Who just flamed out And all this shit This is not as cohesive As people might want to think And like I said Stafford Cannot be trusted in the fourth quarter He will damn He he will damn you guarantee you A fucking terrible interception Or some <laughs> weird fumble where he looks like He has it all under control And he's going to piss down his leg And that's the way I think And uh, guess what ladies and gentlemen That's the bottom line
1: And that's the bottom line
3: Alright
0: fans we'll be right back After a word from our sponsor
3: We all know that 2020 was no joke and with an ever-changing world climate, many people are looking for a new opportunity. Guys, are you looking for a career that rewards effort and makes you feel valued as a team member? Let me tell you a little about our friends at ACSI. ACSI is a certified RCN business agent. They provide the same RCN services with a personalized touch. Their sales and technician teams work hand in hand, ensuring your experience will be smooth and pleasant. ACSI is a growing Chicagoland company that encourages personal growth and rewards perseverance. As they expand, they're looking for passionate, responsible, and honest professionals to join their team. A career with ACSI means you will be part of a hardworking, flexible, and dynamic team that is a leader in the installation of cable and internet services in the Chicagoland area. Best of all, ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. Are you ready to grow with a local Chicago company on the rise? Check out ACSI.tech and click on Careers to get started. That's ACSI.tech and click on Careers.
0: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: It's that time again, brother. Uh-oh. You know what time it is. Oh, boy. It's time for Stirring a pot. All right, brother. What do you got for this this week, man? What disgusting thing are you going to sh- shoot up our arms?
3: All right, fellas. I don't know about all that shit right there. <laughs> I don't know. What is this? Pulp Fiction? Uh, anyway, so we're going to go back. We're going to go way back. back, way in, back the time. in time. Way back in time. And we're going to talk about some of these stadium foods that we introduced a couple weeks ago. I talked about that terrible-looking fucking taco. Oh, man. That terrible I'm going to make taco. those tacos. Oh, I'm going to make God. those
0: tacos. Fuck that. The hot Cheeto tacos, and fucking hot, run it.
3: Hot, yeah. You're gonna get the runs. Is what's gonna happen to you. So <laughs> Don't now, judge me. Yeah, I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna put some sandpaper on the toilet paper and see. How no, you two like ply, it. baby. Two ply. <laughs> <laughs> I took. I got the TP in there that says, "Oh shit, you're 40." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> anyway, so today, uh, today's uh, food comes from Chiefs. Nation, Chief's Kingdom over there in Kansas City uh, This is called The Kingdom Inferno Chicken Sandwich And it's available at Arrowhead This chicken tender sandwich is topped with A mayo made with the hottest Pepper known to man The Carolina Reaper Plus pepper jack cheese Sliced jalapenos and buffalo sauce Turn the heat all the way up Danny Are wow. you about to uh, destroy your butthole With this creation all right, here, oh, yeah, here I'll, okay, I'll get that, you a picture of that. uh,
4: That's <laughs> definitely a heartburn for sure right there.
3: <laughs> that's a yeah. heartburn and a fartburn. <laughs> You're going to taste that <laughs> on oh, the way man. down and out.
4: I mean, it's chicken, right? What, what's it made yeah, it's out a, of? Chicken? Two chicken, two yeah, chicken so, tenders. So, yeah, so yeah. We'll, we'll
3: do another rundown. I'll chicken dinner it. sandwich topped nice. with mayo made with the hottest pepper known to man, the Carolina mm. Reaper, plus pepper jack cheese, sliced jalapenos, and buffalo sauce.
4: No, I mean, Mm -hmm. I I used to eat that stuff back in the day, man. And uh, now that you know, get a little older, you can't, you can't digest that stuff. You're you're gonna be uh, hitting tums for a week. All right, all
3: right, all right. So let's (laughs) no, let's get rid of that. Let's let's say your stomach can handle it. Would you eat this?
4: I think I would, but I mean, the the hot sauce that, like, that ghost pepper, you know. that's the, that stuff's not for me, man. You get you get you can pass off some stuff like that. You so know? so
3: yeah. so that's a no. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. That's a no. It's either a yes or no. i right, no. I'm
4: gonna have to say no. Man.
3: Oh, Riz, no. with I'm your, your fucking no. shitty hot Cheetos you so got.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stick with my hot Cheeto taco because, fuck no, I'm not fucking with any Carolina ghost pepper. Nothing. No fucking way. That's the that's the uh nope. Not doing that with that. <laughs>
3: okay. So let me tell you what
0: Oh boy I'm gonna watch you Eat this motherfucker Aren't
3: they uh, no the fuck you are not Because I am not crazy I am not a crazy person I think I have proved Over time and time again On this show That I am oh, not a crazy Oh get the fuck person. out of here I'm not a crazy person So why the fuck Would I eat this This sounds like All right, if, This is what I don't understand How would anyone In their right mind Go to a football game I was gonna go say to that a game, I was gonna say that I'm like hey, uh, hey there uh, uh, Mr. Kansas City Chief And uh, Arrowhead Can I have that sandwich there uh, Yeah yeah I am from Chicago We like to eat our hot chips Up there in Chicago And our Vintners chips And our fucking Disgusting. Jardinera. Jardinera. Oh, I hate Jardinera. It's so you gross. Hate oh, it's fucking Oh my. It's an oily garbage. Oh, man. oh my it's an god. Oily
4: you gotta have a Jardinera pizza man with the roast it's beef on it? Fucking amazing. Not for you, huh?
0: Not for you. That's all right. We can go to eat after but this. we take it down. Yeah, we'll we take it we
3: you, you, you guys can hold hands. And then Fuck the, it. I'll hold and, hands. And,
0: and, love is love, bro.
1: And
3: you can hold each other's hair back when you fucking throw up for yes. this nasty no, shit. No, not yeah, enough yeah. for the
0: Jardin Air pizza. That's no, amazing. That's, good that's
3: disgusting. Jardin you Yeah, you never saw the Jardinaire that I saw in the fucking big fucking five-gallon drum in the back of Susie's drive-thru. Yeah, I said it. Oh. Uh, yeah, I said I it. I don't know what you did in the back drive-thru of Susie's or whatever. No, it wasn't. No. No, thank you. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm not eating
0: this shit. If I'm not eating this shit, if, I'm not eating that
3: shit either. All right, if you could take if
0: you could take one ingredient out to make it better, what would you do?
3: If I had to take one out One like, out to, Just
0: take one ingredient out Just, I mean it's, and, gonna, and,
3: it's gonna be the fucking pepper That tells you You're gonna turn into a ghost What, what the fuck am i gonna call Egon and shit To help me out With the <laughs> sandwich What the fuck <laughs> Ghost <laughs> is Anything that says ghost Means ghost is dead That's what dead people do They turn into ghosts I'm not oh eating something You're that's giving me dead So
0: much good content To fucking put sounds In this motherfucker Are you motherfucker. serious right <laughs> um, No no I agree with you That you gotta take out The ghost pepper I think the pickled jalapenos Is fine The buffalo sauce is fine uh, maybe uh, what's that aioli yeah, you, you use upstairs? Uh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Chipotle, the Chipotle, Chipotle one. Yeah, I'd fuck substitute that. Yeah, I would substitute the Chipotle stuff instead of I the. I would you know.
3: substitute. This sandwich for a beer That's what I'll do I'll do that instead Cause I I, I just don't understand How Would it be you,
0: a bush light No 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 And <laughs> the bushman No the bushman yeah, The bushman Three, three yeah. dollars six, Yeah
3: so. You want to talk about Bushman entertainment You don't be entertaining He's watching yeah. your Fucking face blow so, steam
0: So I'm asking I'm, my, my biggest thing is like Do they serve this it, it, at the toilet that you'll be sitting on?
3: That's what I only Cuz you're think. not going to have a seat. How do you go to a stadium and be like, "Yes, can I have that thing that's going to burn my fucking throat to my asshole and all the way through from one end to the other?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: here hey, no, I'm here for the colonoscopy. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> uh, uh no
0: cameras please. I'd like those chicken tenders. Thank you. Gonna run right through my system. No worries. Hell,
3: doc. Yeah, with fucking Nikes on. <laughs> are you serious, Beedie Gonzalez? Pew, pew, pew. Get out of here, bro. All right, Z. Before we go, what you looking at? What are you watching? That isn't sports,
0: dude. I got a lot. Had a lot of time this week to uh, watch some stuff. First show I literally binged. It's a great fucking show with Jeremy Renner on paramount network it's called mayor of kingstown it is amazing show well written tons of action so it pretty much takes place in a city in michigan and literally there's so many prisons up there that uh it's it's pretty much a city for prisons so no no one's really making any money if you're not in prison and not associated with that but jerry renner is a former convict that is out and now he's on the uh, in the middle okay. in Between the between the convicts and between the cops And his brother is a cop And so forth And it's just a great story uh, You see him interact with the prison you, With the gangbangers and, and, and the cops So well written God, That's a must see TV show
3: How, How's his archery in the show? Amazing on point.
5: <laughs> <laughs> the wink
3: at the end is what did it for me. That was the cherry on top. Man. Oh my god! <laughs> you got,
0: have you seen guys? Have you seen this? I am not No I mean uh, Danny doesn't have time to see shows No yeah, man, man.
4: I, I just keep on my phone all the time Watching uh, TikToks I think all day
0: <laughs> That'll get you in trouble ladies and gentlemen <laughs> You should. You know it You know
3: that, it that, That's what happens when you're 14 instead of 41 that's what <laughs> No I mean it, it sounds like a good show It sounds like a better show than most of the shit you try to get me to watch Yeah, speaking of shit that gets you to watch Oh Oh, yeah, Uh Uh Giganto gave
0: me his login So guess what, I've been watching (laughs)
3: So you've been watching his his list
0: No, 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 he's watching uh, But he watches a shitload of wrestling And I can't watch that much wrestling I need some time apart from wrestling I've been catching up on the Jersey Shore family vacation Yes Oh yeah Now we're talking Fist pumps, baby I, now I need, we're talking
3: I, I need that sound effect Of a door slamming. Because <laughs> that's either me, me Or you getting kicked out
0: Eddie's really like Like Spongebob Putting his hands on his chair Like yeah I'm out Yeah, yeah that's
1: exactly <laughs> What I was thinking right now No, nah,
0: dude talking. I don't have any drama In my life But I love watching All the people's Fucking drama on TV This is Liturgit A, a, a drama filled show And guess what It's funniest as hell Funniest part of this uh, season Is uh, Vinny. Doing a, a roast of the entire cast, oh wow! And he fucking killed it. He oh, was funny as fuck, man.
4: roasting the shit out of everybody.
3: Danny, please tell me you never watched Jersey Shore.
4: Of course you did. Oh man, I, I'm a I'm a reality TV enthusiast. Yes. Man.
0: Oh, no, no, yeah. get
1: out
3: of here. Oh, you man. set me up.
4: I go back to the real know. world to the Road Rules days. I mean, I would I would go, come home from school at three o'clock and watch MTV all day, man. That that'd be my thing. So. Uh, fast forward to now, that, that's been my inspiration to the Bushman Entertainment. Obviously, real, real world, real reality TV. Man, can't get, can't get enough, right? Big Z? no,
0: I can't get enough. I can't wait till next week's episode, man. <laughs> you know, you
3: know the, the reality TV shows that I watch are. Uh like essentially game shows okay, And and I don't mean like Ellen's Game of Games I mean like the fucking uh, uh, The glass blowing competition The fucking uh, the welders The ones that make fucking swords and shit And uh, the cooking shows Those are technically reality TV show But they're just an elevated version of a game show yeah. And I grew up watching so many damn game shows And just kind of see the elevation of it That's the reality TV I'm watching I'm not trying to watch people just like Hey guys let's go to the store Okay and then they go to this fucking store. I don't want to watch that shit. You know, what, you know what I could do if I want to watch people go to the store? Go to the store. Go to the fucking store. What is wrong with you, man? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Moving on. Uh, I, 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 yeah, he I just made I, us look bad on that, right? We have no comment. For
1: <laughs> that. <laughs> Fuck that. You're right, Eddie,
4: you're right. We're losers, man. We're Record- losers, hey, man. Are,
0: are you, hey, man, we're cutting you, you off that me? water. <laughs> <laughs> you, we're cutting yeah, you off you. the water.
3: I hope you recorded that. Oh, no, so
0: yeah. No, no. <laughs> Jersey Shore is fucking awesome <laughs> Moving on uh, I did watch uh, a couple of smart things to watch uh, One was the, Billy, the Bill Cosby documentary on uh, Showtime uh, We have to talk about Bill Cosby that, That's the name of the show It is interesting Is what I'm going to say uh, Because I didn't know a lot about Bill Cosby Prior to him being on the Bill Cosby show I knew he was a comic um, I didn't know how fast he rose the uh, to fandom I didn't know that he was on TV shows and movies. He was on Uh, spy. He was on the Bill Cosby
3: show. Right. Well, you're
0: you're the you're the uh, nerd when it comes to comics.
3: I'm the I'm the nerd when it comes to like old school TV. Right. I there's a reason why I know like all the anchors from Channel (laughs) Five.
0: Jesus. (laughs) Okay. Shaking my head. Um, I watched two and a half episodes and I had to turn it off. Mm. After the two and a half episode mark, it it starts getting into the. Interviews of people that were raped by him And, and, and the and the stories and, and how it just He literally was talking about how to rape women Giving a recipe in his comedy shows yep. On his Fly. record yeah. The Spanish Fly yep. and yep. Yep. how to put that So you have the accounts of the females And like not remembering Pretty much getting roofied um, And then going to this And at that point I could not watch And I'll turn off If you're a documentary buff Or someone that wants to know everything about Bill Cosby Go ahead This is where i draw the line and i stop there and i'm not gonna watch the rest
3: you know there there's a couple of times where i was just so heartbroken when it was discovered or it came out that you know these guys were scumbags and bill cosby was a hundred percent one of them because growing up where i grew up being you know at my, my pops from jamaica and just seeing someone with darker skin when i didn't see my other my other friends have dark you know parents have dark skin like that and just not knowing where i fit in i mean i see a a, a successful black man on tv you know uh he's a doctor his wife is a lawyer all the kids emphasis is about going to college and and just getting educated and being good people and being good to yourselves and your friends and treating people with respect and it always seems you know we we always refer to him as america's dad because he was the one that kind of put you on that right moral path and then we come to find out that all the foul shit that he's been doing over the years and don't get me wrong i still have his comedy records i don't listen to him they're part of my collection they're part of my childhood as part of my life but i don't actively seek out what you know his his comedy or his content and it's sad because you know you are correct going back through the fact that he went through i spy and he went through his own uh it's called the bill cosby show when he was like a he was actually a pe teacher in the show yes you know and um and i and i watched that. i have the dvd first season somewhere so i mean he had a very long very prolific career as a comedian i mean to the point where when richard Pryor first came out he modeled himself after bill cosby because he was the one out there the one african-american comic that was getting more attention from white folks and he he was on the comic scene and he wasn't vulgar he wasn't offensive,
0: right, and that's why he was getting booked so much, and that's why he got the biggest push, and he got put on all the all the shows because he didn't offend white. Because folks. he didn't offend white folks and he didn't talk about the black struggle mm-hmm.
3: that was going on at the yeah. time, and he didn't feel make white folks uncomfortable uncomfortable at all. He just he, just, he tried to find uh, funny situations where it's relatable, and and that's why he rose to fame so so quickly. But I mean, right, D- Danny? I mean, what what is your memory of Bill Cosby as a kid? <laughs> You know, the Fat Albert uh, yeah, cartoons Yeah, Albert, shit yeah, was the other one Picture yeah. pages Yeah Electric yeah. company Right yeah.
4: uh, You know, he was an inspiration I I, I loved, the, you know, Dr. Hustable And um, all, all the shows that he you know, he did He had that funny face And uh, he made people feel good I, I think you, you came home and you, and you watched the show He was almost a father figure That everybody wanted on a show, right? So you kind of looked up to him and uh you related to him because he would always discipline his kids there was a message to the show and um you, you held him to high regard so it's disappointing to kind of hear that stuff you know i, I question as to why i always asking why um a man of power he had a be- he has a beautiful wife and his wife still stands behind him right yeah um how, how do you see past that so um god bless him and, and he's got some inner demons that, that that he'll have to answer to you know sooner or later right if not right. here on earth somewhere else and, right. uh, and as of right, right
3: now he's out of prison yeah right. he's right. got out right now right.
4: So. but uh all in all i mean it, it's similar to me i relate to him like r kelly and some of these other yes um idols that we had as kids um we understand as adults then you know we're not perfect but there's there's these demons right there's these demons that, that people have and um Unfortunately that our idols are, are not perfect right and then there's no excuse for, for, for doing that and uh, I would have done the same you know I would have shut it down I, I did see some of it though uh, big Z but uh, I didn't get to that part and I'm glad I didn't because no, it, it would have been upsetting for no, sure. it was
0: very upsetting and I just had to really have to turn it off and then after I turned it off I went over to the Amazon Prime look at that sideways. oh that's right man. and I started crispy. watching yeah that's crispy and I started watching uh, Ben Affleck in the tender bar. The Tender Bar. Yeah. Hey Z, what's that? Thank you, <laughs> thank you for asking. <laughs> nice. The Tender Bar is about the the journey of a, a young single mom and her her child having to move back into their their her family's home uh, because her husband's a deadbeat a radio disc jockey, mm-hmm. and her brother is Ben Affleck, and his he tenders bar.
1: Oh,
0: oh nice. nice. Yeah, see that? Yes. It, 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 it was a letdown, really. I thought that story could have done so much more. Yet, uh, Christopher Lloyd, as well as p- playing the uh, grandfather, he was hilarious because he's over there farting on the couch when he gives no fucks. Um, and, right. Uh, the, and, the, the, and, the context, I mean, everyone loves a fart joke. And? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's a good story, and it shows him that, you know, they, they're. They're poor and they're they're trying to get him to 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 go to a, a good college and so forth and it's an uprising of a kid yeah. in our situation that we 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 faced, right we didn't yeah. have money yeah. some of us didn't have two parents some of us had you know bad homes where we came in and some of us still prevailed and did something with our lives so that's the story of the, of the movie it's it's an okay movie i i give it a c minus it's a movie or a show it's a movie yeah so that's kind of your thing you know we want to get in two hours and get out right
3: yeah out. Know, i mean you know hey that's what I she mean, said hey, okay <laughs> you know you know, what's, you know what always bothers me is that you know everyone, everyone always loves fart jokes yeah but no one loves a fart
4: Hey man, you know that was my tag name back in the day Fart Rock Warner, bro, so easy on that
3: Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, so maybe That's cause you were having that Carolina Reaper shit <laughs>
4: I used to eat a lot of hot chips too Back in the day, the little Cheeto chips Woo. Weren't so good You're nasty, that's all I got to say <laughs> Went through a lot of under what
0: you been watching, bro?
3: Bro, alright, let me tell you about this thing <laughs> This thing, that I've been watching It oh, is called, boy Oh, I gotta take a deep breath so <sighs> get up It's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. Yes. Jesus. Yes. That could have
0: been cut short a long time ago.
3: No, because it's called The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window. And let me tell you what the premise of the show is. In case you have not heard about this. All right. I A heartbroken woman named Anna is unsure of whether or not she witnessed a murder. <laughs> Due to her almost daily habit of pairing medicines prescribed by her therapist, assumed to be antidepressants, in another word that I can't say, with excessive amounts <laughs> of red wine. She often has hallucin- <laughs> hallucinations and suffers from a crippling fear of the rain. What the fuck? Yeah, watch it. Anna is also ostracized by members of her community, including her new neighbors, and labeled as crazy by the police. Regardless of whether or not she saw what she saw, Anna takes it upon herself to find the truth. Uh, this has Kristen Bell and uh, okay. yeah, Kristen Bell and a lot of other uh, people. Uh, the 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 one main character in Barbershop, whose name I can never remember. Um, it, it, yeah, I mean you know, Cube. No, Eve's Eve's uh, boyfriend in the show. Oh yeah yeah, 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 the, yeah yeah so i mean <laughs> So okay. I, I'm watching this show and I'm just like What in the fuck in the entire Fuck the whole fuck of fucks what is happening Right now and it was a lot of me just kind of Staring at the screen uh, in disbelief And uh yeah I mean it is, it is more of a parody It's very campy there's a lot of weird Shit going on here but uh I mean I, I enjoyed it. it I was able it's a half hour show Which as you know is perfect for me I was able to get in get out watch a whole uh with Eight episode series In one night and uh yeah i mean it it was uh it was interesting and uh i I would recommend watching it just for the parody of it it was just uh it was something else man i mean i guess i'll put it on
0: the queue i mean for uh my super bowl weekend since uh won't be recording
3: since you since you're not allowed here if you bring them damn tacos to my house. I'm bringing oh, them tacos. Oh 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 Let me tell you what else I watched. Oh, let me boy. tell you what the fuck else I watched. Okay. Oh boy. I think I finally figured out the real reason that Sean Payton uh, retired from the from the Saints. And you watched that movie, and that is because I saw the movie Home Team with fucking uh, uh Kevin with uh, the big fat kid Paul Blart. Yeah, Paul Blart. Ball okay, Blart. let me explain something to you. That was a fucking terrible movie. That was the worst thing I ever. I, I could have told you that if I watched. Oh it. my god! Well, I'm I'm sitting here. Let me tell you something. I'm sitting here editing, working on some some uh, Photoshop work right here. And I says, let me put this thing on. And I'm watching it. And as I'm watching and watching and watching, I'm like, it all makes sense now. It all makes sense. I know exactly why he retired. He was like, nope, I can't. He's in the movie. He's in the movie. Of course, he's in the movie. This was one of the hottest pieces of garbage to come out of this world since a fucking uh, New York sidewalk in July. Okay, (laughs) that's how bad this movie was. I think we really, really found out why. I mean, I think Drew Brees might have heard about this movie and retired in anticipation of not (laughs) wanting to be associated with the Saints when this shit came out. Because it was so... That looks like hot garbage. So bad. Now... Uh-huh. I would, I would recommend you watch it so you know what the fuck I'm talking about. No, B- mainly because you're a sports fan, and mainly because I what do I always tell you? You don't talk shit about something that you've never seen or you don't know the truth about. Watch it for yourself. I rather watch the other movie on the other on the other quarterback. What oh that one looks fucking terrible too. You talking about the Kurt the Kurt Warner movie? <laughs> Holy crap. How did they make Shazam look so terrible? That looks like the hot yeah, hey, that looks like the hottest piece of garbage On a New York side. Oh boy. Someone's got a new saying. <laughs> In August. In August. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little bit hotter. No, that no, that one looks really bad. That one looks terrible. But I'm gonna tell you what, Sean Payton, I, I would be ashamed of this. I don't know what made you think that this was okay, because it is not, sir. Jack. Please tell. Me, you gotta watch this, man. I'm gonna put it on for the Super Bowl pre. Uh, uh, oh boy, yeah. pregame. Yeah, pregame, brother. Pre-game. We're not <laughs> watching the Puppy Bowl this year. What? <laughs> I got my money on a cocker spaniel. Oh, oh,
0: sure you do. I think you just
3: wanted to say cocker spaniel.
0: Hey,
3: no. <laughs> and that's why we're, we're not even a PG show anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. You just wanted to say it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man, Danny. Please tell me you have not seen this movie because this shit is terrible.
4: You're talking about the Sean Payton story. Holy shit! <laughs> who's he? Who's the main actor on that? That was um, I forget.
3: What, what, what is his name? Kevin? Uh, uh, Adam Sandler's friend. The big guy right Yeah I can't, what the hell See he's so unforgettable He's so Kevin no, I, James Kevin
4: yeah, James yeah
0: I, The King of Queens
4: The Paul Bart Officer Paul Bart Yes that's right Paul Yeah yeah I, I was starting to watch the show And then it was um At first I thought it was Like a Saturday Night Live skit <laughs> I'm like why did That would have been funnier Like why did they pick that guy To play him right But um I don't quite understand the whole controversy, but I know that they were accusing him of what was it cheating or something? Or what was he doing? Yeah.
3: yeah. So back in the day, there was yeah. a, uh, a pay-to-play scandal where uh, um, it was a what did they call it? defense. Well, I don't know what the hell it was, but yeah, basically, they were, they were paying defensive players to, to take try off take people's a, heads, take out people, on oh, another team. Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah, That's that was defensive coordinator. Yeah.
3: So yeah, so it's the yeah. ho- uh, it's the whole. And then story he got hired, him. and then
0: he got hired in, in. Yeah, the Jets.
3: Yeah.
4: So intentionally hurting people is what the mission yes. was. Yes. Really,
3: but it was it was the it was the defensive coordinator that set it up, and basically got Sean Payton suspended for a year.
4: That's rotten, man. That's some uh, shady stuff.
3: Oh, I
0: on some gu- oh wow oh. Alvin Kamara arrested by Las Vegas police
3: after the Pro Bowl oh, there that's you go some, that's some breaking news speaking to the Saints how convenient thank how, you how Alvin. you gonna
0: get how you a firing your day off bro oh.
3: <laughs> that's bad oh wow look hey this is bad though police statement says he was uh, arrested for something that caused a uh, substantial bodily harm so shit that's bad yeah. i hope he's okay I hope well, he's that okay. that franchise is falling apart Hey, that's because they got Paul Fart to do their
0: their coach. <laughs> Have you seen the book of Boba Fett yet? No, dude. No, dude. It is awesome. This last episode, I read a book about Boba T. There
3: you go. There ladies. we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's <laughs> try, try to get out of here, Danny. Uh, yes, I want to thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for your friendship and your sponsorship and being such a big part of the show. Why don't you tell us about what you got going on, man? So, hey,
4: thank you guys. I had a blast, man. We've been here the whole day, and it seems like five minutes. To be honest, I had a lot of fun (laughs) with you guys. Uh, You got to make a show of all these collectibles you got, Eddie. I mean, honestly, I want to come back and look at everything and maybe – you know, listen to your story on each and every yeah. one of these things. How long yeah. do you think it'll take us? Maybe a couple it, of that, years.
0: That's gonna be like, was it the something Roadhouse show, whatever? <laughs> yeah, bro,
3: you better bring your Q-tips. And the, the, yeah. the worst part is, anyone listening to the show or has listened to the show ever knows that I, I have not hesitant with the words. So I will. I, I do have a story for every piece in here.
4: No, as far as what we got going on, pretty much is employment, right? So we're we're in the telecommunications business. And uh, appreciate it. again. Thank you for, for allowing the message to be heard every show. And you do a good job of uh, marketing that. And we're here to provide opportunity. We're, we're teaching all things telecom. And um, we have a roadmap to open a non-for-profit to, to really get people certified and uh, free of cost and then transition to employment. Along that side, we also had ventured off a passion project, Bushman Entertainment, Mm. who were sponsoring local artists, those who can't afford, and being on record labels and the whole thing with that, right? The whole political thing with that. Uh, So it's been been just a great venture over 20 years of experience um, and changing something to entertainment in in a broader sense, um, promoting comics or whoever wants to be part of, of that entertainment. We're here to kind of sponsor that. Uh, solar Initiative, we're, we're soon going to be going into that, installing solar panels, and all under the same branch of ACSI. So you guys can inquire. Uh, Eddie, you always do a good job of giving our website. We're always open 24 hours a day. Uh, we do sales. If it's not physical work, there's just a lot of opportunity, and we'll find a place for you. You don't need any any experience. We just need you to show up and, and have a great attitude about yourself, and we're open. We're equal opportunity employer. And all ages are welcome within the law, right? Yeah. And uh, we're here for you guys. So thanks again for having me.
3: Yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds like you've got a lot of different ventures going on right there. And, you know, we're always glad to be a part of uh, what ACSI is going on. And, and, and it's really cool to see what you're doing, bringing in some, some younger guys, some older guys, whoever out there is looking for a change in their career, looking for on-the-job training and looking for a way to kind of develop their their skill set so they can go on. And whether they stay at ACSI with the training program and they continue to be a technician there or at least you have the the skill set and knowledge to go ahead and go back out into the job field with more training because i'll tell you what there's a lot of people out there taking up jobs that just do not have the qualifications and they just do it because they need a body there yeah that's really what it comes down to a lot of times is that these guys just get jobs because they need somebody and that unfortunately sometimes when they don't have the proper training that it actually reflects poorly on the on the uh the company itself so you know it sounds like you're doing a very valuable service for these people that are that are looking for employment and you know it looks like you're doing a lot of big things with bushman entertainment and you're kind of moving with the nfts and the uh the crypto and all that stuff which i have no idea what (laughs) yeah Yeah. i'm like yeah
0: let's do this and eddie's Uh, like i have no idea what you're talking about
4: and and that's the purpose of the of the non-for-profit is to teach that And, and and you know it's, it's not going to be for every every generation right and i think uh, just like anything else if you remember the days when you had to pay for cable and you're like why do i have to pay to yeah. watch tv well that's kind of the same technology that's coming uh i think once you learn it and understand it you'll find yourself into it it's going to be inevitable maybe not for our generation but our kids coming and, and mm. their kids um also you know we have a uh, festival that we promoted called masflow and okay. oh yeah within that festival Reggaeton festival coming So I encourage everybody To show the support For local artists uh, You know If I can say We're promoting A couple artists El Green Goblin Has a, has an album coming out mm. And I, I told them That I'll be on this You know Forum And one day Maybe we can come And interview them On a different platform So Right a lot of different adventures and and again um we're here for you guys at acsi uh we will continue to sponsor you guys you two gentlemen have uh, been doing a phenomenal job and we're looking for another year of sponsorship and how we can grow together no, So, thank you thank you
3: yeah i mean yeah of course i mean you know yeah. I mean, you know like full disclosure you know danny and i have known each other forever and ever so it's always and 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 we we Really like to incorporate our friends that are, are have businesses or like are just doing things in the community. We always like to you know talk to them first. It's like, hey, this is what we got going on. We would love to, for you to be a part of it. Let's collaborate. Let's get together. Let's work together. Let's do business because you know sometimes you know you can reach out to people a thousand times, but sometimes you need to have someone that you know in your corner and, and to cover your back so i mean it's been really great to work to work with your your company and work with your crew and you know promote your job fairs and things like that when you got going up and whenever you guys got the next job fair you know we make sure we'll let everyone know uh and like i said you can always go to acsi.tech check out the career section you know go get you a job like z always tells you, <laughs> that's right week. do it get you, you know, a know what i mean job. hey hey Lot, lot of people have, have come through there and, and done some really cool things so you know once again we appreciate hey, georgie got a here. job georgie yeah yeah <laughs> hey. yeah i very that's young, you guys very that's jay soto came through and and you yeah. know got himself a new gig and and i'm super proud of him for you know Yeah, he's doing an excellent job it's awesome it's awesome man yes. so yeah again again thank you so much for uh, for being here and uh and you know hey <laughs> how how you, guys, how you guys feel, man? You ready to get out of here? It's time to get out of here, man. Thank right. you it, for having me, guys. Absolutely.
0: Let's go get that jar pizza, man.
3: Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for off of your entire order. That is True Fan 15. Go and get your shirts right now. And don't forget to visit our guy, Danny, and his friends over at ACSI.tech and check out their career sections to start an exciting new career in the communication industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today and go into your Google machine and check out Bushman Entertainment. He's got a lot of stuff going on there. Check him out on all social media platforms. Uh, Of course, shout out to our friends at the Summit of this and some of that podcast with coach mo and just these uh, great great contact sports movies um, relationship uh, uh, content so uh, check them out they're available on your favorite streaming service and also don't forget to check out the shy native radio podcast now available on all major platforms mike logic ideal and throw mc talk about sports movies and all types of ill shit you can also contact them if you want your music Featured, go and find them on social media, and they will play your shit and tell you if you're actually good or not. So <laughs> go ahead, go. And check them out right now. And do not sleep, ladies and gentlemen. Mike Logic's new album, as I was saying, is now available. Check out MikeLogic.bandcamp.com. M-I-C-L-O-G-I-K.bandcamp.com. Logic with the K is back. Go and get your copy right now. And the brand new music video for his single "Solo" is now available to watch on YouTube. Check them out shout out to our guys Ronish panic serious beats and custom made for the beats we play on today's show check out paniconthebeat.com for all your Moleman merch and gear and make sure you check out this absolutely fire collaboration from serious beats and custom made their new beat tape called treasured paintings is now available check out seriousxbeats.com that's serious with the letter x and beats com let me tell y'all my favorite track on this uh, record is Burr versus Philly. It's got this cool 70s soul and funk vibe. I mean, I like Earth, Wind and Fire, so it's right right up my alley. Right, you know, all old right. school, old school, baby. And to me like Look, I, I love I love rap, but sometimes the beats is what really gets me going. So this yeah. is this is this is fire to me. So make sure you go and check that out, and don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter. This at True Chi Fans on Twitter and on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, and reach out to us. Hit the DMs with your stirring the pot recommendations, your movie uh, recommendations, and just tell us what you think about the show. And don't forget, you can always hit us up at TrueChicagoSportsFans at gmail.com. i right, y'all for Big Z and my boy, Danny. This is E-Rock. We'll see you in two weeks. Dos semanas. Two weeks, baby. We're taking a break. <laughs> it's Super Bowl time. Get the chili ready. And you better leave them Cheetos at home. Them, <laughs> them Cheetos <laughs> <of my> house. <laughs> Adios. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. We'll see you in two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Ghost pepper assholes. Ghost sports.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> a few moments later.
3: You have a lot of incest. That's real. Shut your mouth. Lover boy.
2: Nature versus nurture lodge. Nature always wins. I think
3: he's on steroids. Hasta luego, amigos.
1: That's all. Oh, I shouldn't have those poppers. <laughs>